What is going on, everybody? It is episode 280 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name's Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hello, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. Happy to be back today. And we've got a full house again. Firstly, Kellen is back in the studio. By the way, I like your chain. Oh, thank you. Uh, Yeah, we we like fancy things here at the studio at TimCast. (laughs) Uh, What's up, everybody? It's Surge.com. How you doing? Uh, so, so not Surge.com. It's Kellen. It's Surge. We've got Surge.com here, though, don't we? What's up? This is Kellen PDL. Nice <laughs> to see you guys. Hope you're doing well. See, see now, I'm not, now I'm all thrown off because I've got like the names in the right places. Who and is who? And who is who? Well, I mean, well, everyone's really excited that yeah. Surge is here. You guys have been yes. requesting him for a while now. Yes, yes I, uh, I exist outside of the IRL studio. Yeah. I'm the real person. You get it's not just the, an NPC. <laughs> <laughs> you get to do the whole thing about pushing any buttons today. Yeah, I don't have to push any buttons. It's, it's kind of nice. Yeah. All right. So, guys, we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. But before we get started, would you please hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, leave comments on this video and all our other videos. Our Gina Carano one from yesterday is doing quite well. You know, people uh, might have something that, to do with that steamy photo you chose. Look, I'm a subscriber to EV Magazine. What can I say? <laughs> we uh, stand. Um, we do yeah. stand here. Like, I, I was like, <laughs> I, I follow them on Instagram and I get like messages. It's now like, what were the hottest fashion trends at glo- at the Golden Globes? I'm like, I have no idea. And you're what like, were the what were they? Friends. Tell me. It's like it's it's uh, it's very feminine, but uh, they're, they're based over there at Eden <laughs> Magazine, are they not? Yes, they are very based. Shout out. So also, uh, along with liking the videos, leaving comments on the videos, and subscribing to the channel, could you please go into the live chat and answer the poll question that I have put up? And it is a very simple one today, ladies and gentlemen. Should we or should we not review twerking Velma. I'm not calling it Velma. It's just twerking Velma now. That's the name of the show. So please go ahead right now. They're, they're saying they want to torture us. They're 70% are saying, yes, we should be, we should be it, reviewing it. It's because we are a podcast of the people and we really value democracy here and nowhere else. Yeah, well, yeah, like uh, <laughs> I, have, I have this great story where I, I talked to like a bunch of my friends and I, I mentioned that we weren't a democracy, that we were a constitutional republic and they all just like laughed at me. It's kind of like, yeah, like it's the like, <laughs> 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 nerd. Yeah, basically. Rightfully so. so. But here we are a democracy, yes. not a constitutional republic. And we want your vote to watch Velma or not. We will leave it open till the end of the show and we will we will see what happens. I'll try not to forget. We almost forgot yesterday. So yeah. we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Uh, obviously, the headline makes it clear. The beginning is the cringe fest that is the Velma trailer. There's some stuff I want to point out in there. I think everyone's got their own takes on it. Mindy Kaling is certainly a source, a source of... Uh, uh, what would you call it? Um, Comedic po- polarization. Oh. She's a pretty polarizing figure. Yeah, contempt. Yeah, yeah, that's what she's. <laughs> Fair enough. So we're going to talk about that. We are going to talk about Camille Nanjiani, actor from the Eternals, or my personal favorite from the X Files Files podcast, which he's uh, used to be very, very good. He said the quiet part out loud in regarding uh, the uh, the argument in the the talking about race when it comes to Hollywood casting. So hmm. we're going to get into that. It was very interesting because I don't think he realized what he was saying was as uh, eye opening as it was. I think uh, maybe he's just. Taking Take his brain a little bit of time to catch up. So we're going to talk about that, and we are going to talk about Andrew Tate and Logan Paul breaking the simulation because two, uh, you know, the 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 what would it be the alleged human trafficker and the alleged financial fraudster are arguing on the internet, even though one of them's in jail. How does that happen? I have no idea. Does Which one is matter? part of the Matrix? We don't know yet. <laughs> does the, does the, is the Matrix real? He would say yes. One would say yes. One would say no. We'll get into it. We are also going to talk about, we've been discussing Nepo babies a lot lately. Nepo baby is a very big thing in Hollywood right now. And Gordon Ramsay, is, he's not the hero we deserve, but he's the hero we need right now. Oh, yeah. uh, he's anti-Nepo baby. He's not helping his kids out <laughs> at all, which I'm like, 
I'm kind of it's kind of based. So we're going to get into that. And I, I I've got a little bit of a rant I want to go on later in regards to Gwen Stefani. Oh, so yeah. we got that to to talk about. So if you guys nice. are ready, we can just get right into. Oh, actually no, we have to do cringe first. Yeah, yes. obli- obligated to do the cringe of the day. I found another video that we can react to. Okay, it's. I, I feel like I kind of relate to this. This is, we're good to go? Ready? Here we go. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I love it. See, you do. <laughs> Look. You gotta just. Go off, queen. Like, yeah, for real. Like, like, right on. Like, if you're, if right you're walking, like, there, there's, here's the thing. If you're walking, if you're walking. <laughs> Wait, she's public, about to, like, put her her hands in the air and stuff. Oh, I love it. Dude, she's I, in her own personal music video. She just video. got a raise or something. L- look, like, she's <laughs> living life. She's living. The real question is, what was she listening to? That's what I want to know. <laughs> look, and, and here's the thing. Brett like, does look. this when he's home alone confirmed. Yeah, like, look, no, look, look. I love when people are, like, walking down the street and they're rapping and they're doing the hand motions, but you can't hear the actual rap that's going on. <laughs> that's a thing. Like, it's like, when you're when you're walking in public like that, first of all, there is, like, a, a weird relationship between you and the cars because they're protected by the glass and the glare of the mm. windows mm. so it puts you on guard kind of in the same way you do in the theater like if you're on stage right like they're all up looking at you so there's like a defense mechanism there hers was like the two masks in whatever Lizzo song she was listening to <laughs> so it's like you know I don't even know if I would call it cringe just like no I, she's listening to Tom McDonald that's, in that clip <laughs> not if she's wearing two masks I don't think I, I don't know if the two mask person is listening to Tom <laughs> she McDonald. was double masked I she didn't was, see that part she was double masked I think it, it looked like some London <laughs> uh, some London drill rap yeah, that could someone be said she's walking like the rent is due. That, there there were no crumbs left. No, she ate everything. Well, I, I like that that she striked the pose at the, like the at the island part of the middle of the intersection and she, not. She like, definitely on like side. bobbed her head a little. Yeah. Like. <laughs> but look, there was some Lizzo being played there. Like, what else? What else is popular right now? There could be some Ariana Grande there, right? Um, <laughs> or she's listening to Andrew Tate's rap. Oh, she oh. could be. Who's the girl that stole music from Haley Williams? Uh, Olivia Rodrigo. Oh. She did. Basically, that, they sound that, essentially the same. She even oh, has wow. gone on record saying that she took the idea for her song that got her popular. You know the song "Good for You." Yeah, hmm. sounds just like I it's forget basically which the Paramore same thing. song. I don't know which Paramore song it was, but that's interesting. Uh, so uh, I, I, I love. Uh-huh. I, I have a bit of a crush on Olivia Rodrigo. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, Jenna Ortega I, too, uh, I, and not Haley Williams. And not Haley Williams. I, I dated You're a crazy. I, I dated a girl that looked like. I Olivia thought you were going to say Rodrigo. Haley Williams. No. Like, no, no, or Olivia Rodrigo too. I was like, um, damn. The, the, I mean, like, I mean, a more like plain, not Hollywood. She was, she's gorgeous girl, but not. Olivia Rodrigo, but she mm. reminds me of her. So I thought you were uh, a Lizzo guy. Oh n- uh, no, <laughs> believe it or not, uh, it's like uh, uh, Mary will give me crap sometimes because I, I mention sometimes like can't like when you're when you're short, like I not taller than me. That's like my one requirement. Oh, Is Lizzo yeah. tall? Can't like well, I don't love know about overcomes that. all. The, Brad. I don't know about that. Let's, let's <laughs> the, the, the divorce rates would tell you otherwise in <laughs> society. I'm just saying. So uh, we got everything we're going to talk about. I think say so we just get get right into it. Mary, are you ready? I couldn't be more ready. Serge, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Didn't even have to ask. <laughs> all right. Uh, Go for it. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy to talk about the Velma trailer because I am a cringe connoisseur. So uh, there were a lot of people roasting it on Twitter. I think they're trying to bury the backlash because, firstly, HBO Max turned off the comments <laughs> on YouTube. They censored a bunch of stuff from the YouTube trailer as well. There was a suitcase full of drugs that they changed into a suitcase full of money. They edited out all of the nudity 
Um, they, like they, there was a scene where Daphne was like wearing no clothes, and yeah. then they put a towel on her on the YouTube version, but it was completely different on the Twitter version. Um, mm. There's also a fantastic ratio going on on Rotten Tomatoes right now. It's sixty percent critics critic score. And then fifteen percent audience score. I mean, sixty percent is even high. I, I just low. have to read out this review from the Mary Sue. It said, "I loved watching all the characters snipe at each other, and the best jokes are laugh out loud funny. The show also has good digs at sexism and patriarchy, but sometimes the show's gags are rooted in plain old fat phobia. Wow. So, uh, yeah, we've gotten explanations for Velma getting race swapped to be South, like South Asian, like Mindy Kaling is, and her excuse was." You know, it's animation. We can do yeah. whatever we want with it. And the essence of Velma is not in her whiteness. So uh, I guess... Only a weirdo racist says something like this. Here's the, here's the <laughs> other thing that yeah. I thought was really funny. The first thing that stuck out to me, well, one, it's that Mindy Kaling has never been funny. So uh, Mary says, well, what about The Office? I'm like, she didn't write The Office. She, you said she, she's standing on the shoulders she, of giants. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. The, the first thing I thought of was the Norville character, which is that the, the, the drug references Norville. that he makes, mm-hmm. that he makes because he's shaggy, right? And they have to... Right. It, it screams of the corporatism of the world we live in now. Like, you're not allowed to even make references to drugs in, in a way that would seem like he would be pro-drug it's also weirdly politically correct and racist because they can't race swap fred because fred's dick and you can't and you make, have to hate him so he, he should be white exactly and you can't make the the black character a drug addict because no. that would be harmful stereotypes well, i couldn't tell if that was like you, a you self-aware th- no. joke that like oh you he's like lying and he actually is still a pothead you think i'm joking these these questions are asked in every one of the meetings when these shows are developed there's no way sure. that they don't ask sure. these questions yeah. we'll we'll talk about that more in the camille yeah. nanjiani one those are very very important things that they have to ask not because anyone actually cares but because there's 12 psychopaths on twitter that will complain yep. mm-hmm. if you make that mistake mm-hmm. and these companies bend the knee instantly and don't yeah. know how to stand up for themselves mm-hmm. one of the pitfalls of this trailer is uh that they're attempting to use this type of raunchy humor that you would ordinarily see in 2000s comedies like not another teen movie or they have like visual gags in there um and this is not it took away all of the wholesome vibes that used to be in like what's new scooby-doo from the 2000s ohio ready for some quick mental health facts let's go nearly two million ohioans live with a mental health condition in the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. And then replace it with the same lowbrow humor that's in like Big Mouth (laughs) and all the other adult cartoons Mm -hmm. right now. Like, by the way, if you're wondering why your favorite show on Netflix, like 1899, for example, got canceled, but Big Mouth is still running. Oh, my God. Nick Kroll's father is a billionaire. Yeah. So uh, keep that in mind the next time that a show you like gets discontinued on Netflix. Tony Khan, the the guy who runs AEW, the pro wrestling company, the one who Mm -hmm. owns it, his dad owns, is like a gazillionaire and owns. Like, it's it's like, I love it that you can just like, there's like different levels. Nepo babies much? (laughs) Your dad is like a doctor or a dentist or something. Like, your dad can buy you a car. But like, your dad makes enough money to, you know, to employ an entire 
entire football team, he can just buy you an entire wrestling federation. Mm -hmm. And the same goes in entertainment. Nepo babies even at the production level. The other thing that's funny is when I watch this trailer, it just reminds me, as much as I hate the ESG argument, because I feel like it's hard to define and none of us here are finance, you know, are, are finance guys. Well, I have an economics degree. Okay. A little unfair. Well, but... so, so this is the type of thing where it's like, you understand that it plays a role in something like this. Mm-hmm. If for no other reason than when they do investor calls and meetings and they have to tout their, uh, their diversity, equity, and inclusion yeah. mm-hmm. efforts, which will be written in places like the Hollywood Reporter mm-hmm. or, or Variety and stuff like that. How many times have we talked about, sometimes we don't even cover it because we just get so boring i hate covering the stuff where they do the diversity report every year like usc blackmails hollywood by saying well there's it's diverse but is it diverse enough Mm -hmm. uh our our facts say otherwise and the other thing is that they have these initiative programs where they hire people of of certain backgrounds to do new projects usually in mentor roles and i think that those mentor roles get pawned off on projects like this which are identity politics laden from the start yeah right So it's it's kind of off to a horrible start because it's not done with any level of care or joy. There's no joy in this trailer. There isn't an ounce of joy. The writing is suffering because they're trying to check so many boxes mm -hmm. on the diversity. uh, Well, and it's snark. And it's snark. Right. All of the characters are incredibly mean to each other. And I get that this is intended to be a prequel. So it's before they form Mystery Inc. and everything. But... I don't know. Velma is also extremely uncool and snarky, unlike the old Velma that was at least uncool but charming. Yes. Well, charming is, like, bad now. Like, they they don't like because... uh, And it's funny, too, in this case... The, the show reeks of Kaling's writing and Kaling's uh, style, meaning that like somebody who actually creates for a living, like a, like let's say a James Cameron, who we rag on for his attitude, he can weave in and out of products, uh, produ- like productions and create different things. A good director can create different things. Somebody like Mindy Kaling, everything that she makes is going to stink of her work. It's not going to feel like she disappeared into this creation and what came out was something beautiful that was different than mm-hmm. who she is. All this is is a weird type of self-insert projection of her view of the world, which <laughs> yeah, is literally. completely the opposite of what art is supposed to be. It's so ditzy. Yeah. It's so ditzy. And this Velma character doesn't even make sense. Like, I've seen the trailer already, and she's doing graffiti, but she's also this the big nerd that gets picked on at school. Yeah. Like, nah, come on, you, that's two characters that you're trying to throw into one, and it's not going to work. She's and, not likable or kind, like no. the old... No, no, a well, lot how, of people in the media are not likable yeah. anymore. And like they don't, said, they look cool down anymore. on it. Yeah, how yeah, often yeah. do I talk to you about the idea of warmth being important for female characters? Right. Like, you can be strong, you can be independent, you can be a woman, but there is a, a certain utility mm-hmm. to a character having that because the experience of the person watching the show is not the experience of the person experience like that's actually in the show meaning that mm. like if even if it doesn't seem to benefit the character in the moment to get an audience to like you there has to be a certain level of attachment and you can't develop that attachment if there's never anything real or anything there's never mm. any vulnerability there was no yeah. vulnerability in this trailer either it's also missing just the ability to appeal to a wider range of audiences because when you add uh, the nudity the swearing drugs and drug paraphernalia gore and of course twerking because these awful screenwriters have an obsession with it 
a la She-Hulk. Oh, oh. But, like, it's far from kid-friendly, obviously. No children should be watching this, which is a tell that the writers lack creativity to make something that is both kid-friendly and able to appeal to an adult sense of humor as well. Yeah. It takes some sophistication to do that. Like, I think SpongeBob did that yeah. almost impeccably yeah. in its first mm-hmm. seasons, and that's increasingly rare these days. We're also glossing over the, the worst problem of all. It's yet another remake. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yet another remake. And it's also a remake know? that like divorces itself from the source material pretty immediately. If it's not going to be like, you know, friendly to children, then what's the Yeah. What's, what's the new Scooby Doo did it really well. If it's mm-hmm. going to be a remake, at least make it look similar, feel similar in some way. But Everyone? this is completely totally. divorced. There's not mm-hmm. even a Scooby in it. No yeah. Linda Cardellini. I want nothing to do with it. Uh, I also, when you when you mentioned the twerking, I remembered this video that I saw yesterday. So I, I think we should watch this. Maybe this is what Velma was thinking. Okay. Shaking is such a primal practice of releasing trauma and somatic blockages and emotions through our body, especially our hips. Mm-hmm. Our hips now we know is where we store what? emotions. Yep. So when you are twerking, when you're shimmying, you are literally releasing trauma, releasing, releasing stored emotions from your hips. When you're bending your knees, you're crouching on the what? floor, you're connecting to earth, you're connecting to the womb, you're restoring okay. your Maybe energy. that's what he, she was thinking. Okay. This woman the mental gymnastics to speaking? justify Maybe twerking Velma, on TikTok. Wow. Velma was just, she was really going through a rough patch and she had to <laughs> release all her trauma, her trauma in the mirror. Oh, yeah. In the mirror. That's yeah, that's she, what I think was going on. So, so it's like, <laughs> I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt here, guys. I think I think she was just releasing I, generational trauma. I just need an explanation as to why Velma is fat now. Uh, like, why was that she's necessary? Always been, she's always kind of been chunky, hasn't she? No, she wasn't at all. In fact, there were so many huh. memes about like uh, thinking that Velma is hot just because she's like covered up. Mm-hmm. But like she was never fat in the old series. I I, I think that we've uh, we're just ignoring the fact that they just hate good-looking people now. Yeah, you're they not, don't you're not like they good. don't like. They, this they, is why people are watching anime because well, like American adult-oriented cartoons suck. Yeah, it's weird. They look hideous and low effort. Yeah, everyone watches like the the perfect image from you know Japanese media, but it's not okay to have that from a Western perspective because then it's just you know white supremacy. Well, yeah, because men are making these things, and it's it's it's, it's yeah. okay if, if it exists, but not if it's existing in a world where men watch it, right? So the patriarchal beauty world. can beauty can exist as long as it doesn't exist anywhere near straight men. Right. Because yeah. straight men are going to oppress them if they're beautiful or they're questioning why they're choosing to be beautiful. And that goes all the way down to cartoons. And like you said, this isn't meant for kids. Yeah. This no. is meant for the adult class that we now that are now filling the Disney parks that aren't growing up. Which is bizarre, <laughs> though, because, yes, it's I mean, it's meant for like this humor that I've seen was very low IQ. Mm-hmm. So it's like if yeah. it is meant for adults. It's Twitter humor. What adults? Not even. This is so like twerking. Like the reason twerking failed in She-Hulk, too, is because it's like it's not funny. No. <laughs> like twerking is a sexualized act that you see on the Internet. It's not LOL. Look at that person twerking unless it's like a grown, like a grown, like an old unless man. You're laughing at the absurdity of it, but it's actually mm. more disturbing than anything. Yeah. And of course, they, they had to hint at the uh, like Velma's love interest being Daphne and they want to like bait the insane shippers on Tumblr and Deviant Art, which is the only audience they can possibly get. But like even the fan art made by these insane mental patients is probably going to be better than the animation style they use. Yeah. It mm. like if you just look at any still frame from this trailer, 
it just looks like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Did, I, did anybody here watch Santa Inc. when Santa Inc. came out last year? That's I, the, I remember the, that. The humor of this is the same humor that came out of Santa Inc. with Wait, Seth Wait, was Rogen. that 2021? 2021. Okay. So it was about a year ago. It's Well, it's over a year ago now. But like that's like, it's mean-spirited. And it's designed to be confrontational to the average to the mm-hmm. average audience goer. Like b- a bad Santa type confrontational. Yes. Or, uh, no. Not even even that. Even that has more widespread appeal than something like this. <laughs> yeah, this okay. If identity politics had their own mm. had their own version of this. The other thing about it is like when you mentioned twerking, I think there's a disconnect there that a good artist and a good storyteller understands that. Okay, how many times when we're making a thumbnail do we have to remind ourselves that not everyone's in on the joke? Yeah. Okay. When you're when you're acting out that scene, when they're writing that scene and they're I'm sure fifty percent girl, fifty percent no, twenty five percent guy, twenty five percent trans, uh, writing room full of people <laughs> of every single ethnicity that all think the exact same thing, they're laughing about this to themselves, and then they're laughing about it when they're recording the scene, not understanding that what they're laughing about doesn't translate to the mm-hmm. image on screen because it doesn't connect in the same way. Well, current writing rooms is like the ch- the child's toy of like the blocks in the bucket right and if the show's a square peg instead of finding other square pegs to help write the show they're finding pegs of all shapes and saying no you need to fit you have to yeah. find yeah. a way to fit into this <laughs> yeah. into this game into this project mm-hmm. and it's suffering like they're like just the, the the diversity hires like i'm all for it and all-inclusive workplace and everything but if you're just choosing a writer based on them filling, like I said, checking a box, whether it's a, a quota, yeah. gender, sexuality, race, whatever, whatever, whatever quota, quota you're is, trying to meet, yeah. your your actual content and the product that you produce is not going to be of high quality. It's, it's just King not. Kids Club. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a, have you ever seen the the my recently? I followed this YouTube or this Instagram account called I Remember That Crap. It's actually, I remember that S word, but I don't want to say that on it right now. Oh, okay. times. And uh, they play old, it's like all, it's like high quality versions of old commercials and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's this one of the, it's like a, it's like a Burger King Kids Club commercial. Okay. Half the comments are like about like the fact that it was a statistically unre- uh, uh, like unrealistic group of kids all hanging out together, just like college brochures. And the other half of the comments were talking about the wastefulness of kids' toys. And <laughs> it's like, you people would be great at parties, I'm sure. I'm sure you guys are a lot of fun, right? Like, yeah. like for me, I see this stuff and I'm just like, of course the white dude's a dick. Oh, why yeah, why yeah. is Fred like a toxic male? Actually, well, there's like there's the one part, <laughs> yeah, like it's he, he he's like, awful. I don't, I don't talk to people who aren't hot. And <laughs> in nor in nothing made of any type of corporate creation like this is ever going to work off the bat. The only way corporations will be able to make things like this or release things like this that work is if they buy it from somebody who made it before it got popular. True, yeah, yeah. right, it's, because they can't create. They mm-hmm. don't know how to create and they yeah. don't know how to build. Now imagine, then ask yourself this question. If she had taken this concept, not first of all, there's no Scooby-Doo in it anyways. So what, if she had just made a story, uh, an animated show about a bunch of extremely diverse, snarky characters solving a mystery at their school, it certainly would have gotten comparisons to Scooby-Doo. But would it have not gotten more leeway off the bat if it didn't co-opt the name and characters? Right. And we all remember the first trailer that came out that essentially addressed the audience and said, like, uh, yeah, everything, like, sarcastically, everything should just stay the same way that it always has been, right? Uh You shouldn't change characters. You shouldn't race swap characters. And it's like, you know, people are only telling you that because you stole their their franchise that Mm -hmm. they like. And there's no They're not just saying it out of nowhere because they're hateful. 
Well, it's like when, how often, like, is anybody complaining about Wednesday Adams? No. Everyone loves no. Jenna Ortega no. and Wednesday Adams. But that Doing was it, a big risk. Yes. And well, that shouldn't be discounted. Even that, I don't even know how much of a big risk it would be. Like, uh, how much is Netflix really licensing out, like, the Adams family for tons of money? That, that property's worth a hell of a lot more now right. than it was uh, before they went in to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's no joy behind any of these productions. It's mean-spirited. Did Wednesday Adams come across mean-spirited? No, it did not. They they very could uh, have like written it to be disdain mm-hmm. toward the audience. That's what I worried about. That's what I mean by it's a big risk because there are fans who come to it worried already that they are going to see their favorite character bastardized, and that's exactly what happens with Velma here. And all semblance of simplicity, sincerity is out the window. I hate that. Like long gone are the days of like. What's new Scooby-Doo having an intro song played by Simple Plan that was just like, it it was what it was. And there was no baggage attached. And we missed that. But Mm -hmm. um, those days are long over. Why I hate so much of the entertainment these days is the lack of joy in the increased amount of snark. I'm so sick of snark. mm -hmm. Well, dude, it's all because because everything is politics now. Yep. It's one of the reasons why, like, I was so disenfranchised. I felt disenfranchised. I felt, I felt like... It, it essentially, um, what would you say? I guess uh, ostracized from the dance music world is because everything suddenly became politics when it's uh, purely and you know it's it's about escapism. Mm-hmm. It's about not being in the world. It's about not being in this um, this hyper politicized. It was like meant to be a step out, not to be a step into. Hey, well, this is where you can rally for this, and hey, you can actually sign up for this and support us at our next rally. It's not. Yep. It's not what it's about, and that's in everything now. That's in comedy. Like comedy is no stand-up comedy, for instance, is no yeah. longer just. It's no longer just. Um, let's wait for the punchline and clap at the joke because it's funny because it's one of like the main jokes. And oh, I didn't expect that. Ha ha ha! That made me laugh. It's yeah. Aren't I relatable, guys? Yeah. Don't you guys like what I did? Don't you guys like hearing what I have to do and like what I've done? Clap for me. Yes, <laughs> clap for me. It's like I'm a piece of shit. Just like you. <laughs> also, <laughs> self. Uh, we're we're closing in on the age where like the only type of humor that's allowed is self-deprecating yes, humor because you're yes. not allowed to make fun of anyone else. Right. So tired. Mm-hmm. Like, which is like it works for some people. Some people do that really really well. Like mm-hmm. there there are comedians yeah. that can do that that really really well. But for the most part, you have to be extremely artful to make fun of everybody. Right. And even then, right, even right, if right. you make fun of everybody, even if you were able to get a master list of every single type of person in the world and you made fun of everyone on there, you're still going to upset some people. Yeah. But even when you generalize even the comedians that are great at making very generalized jokes right you always get those people that then start to complain and be like because of this one person yep. the joke's inappropriate and because <laughs> everything's politics that, we have to suffer through Velma yeah no. guys no. let us know if you want us to review this in the poll seriously the yep. first couple episodes are already out so we're already planning on reviewing The Last of Us pilot on Monday. Oh, true. That's oh, coming out on HBO Max as well. That could also end up being a huge disappointment. I'm not about well, too. The, Video the, games have rough transitions as it is, the, but so I just right. hope it's the extremely, watchable. The extremely high critic score is suspicious to say the least Anything nowadays like when, it, when a critic does it, like not even like I don't even care if a critic hates if a critic hates something because if a critic hates something then I know it's a, an immediately a political thing when I can see a <laughs> yeah. critic rating in like the mid 70s I'm like okay then they didn't yeah. care enough to like trash it but they didn't like it so much that they felt like they had to say something nice about it maybe yeah. because of uh, who made the show this or that so I'm looking for like a like 
fresh for me on Rotten Tomatoes is like 70 to 78%. Mm. Keep mm. it in there, and I, I view that as good. I say if we get uh, five crisis parties, we all have to watch Velma. All of us? <laughs> I mean, if yeah. you're willing to commit to that, I guess. That yeah. would be a lot of... That's a time commitment, guys, because it's, it's what, two episodes a week? It's gonna yeah, two episodes ten, a week. ten episodes total. Yeah. No, no, it's two episodes that's at first, and I think just... Sir, just like I, I did not. Sign He's up like, for I didn't this. sign up for this. I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll do it if I have to. I, I don't want to see like my. Sir my... doesn't want to say it, but he has a secret thing for uh, new, new Velma. No, definitely he not. He's got pictures. Especially not Mindy Kaling. It's uh, the thing that I don't like about it is that it's like this is stuff that I grew up watching on Boomerang and etc. And I'm showing my age here. I'm 30 years old, guys. But I remember watching on Boomerang and etc. Um, and I was always, I always loved it as a kid. I think it was even on Cartoon Network and etc. At the yeah. time, too. I'm showing my age because I don't know what the hell Boomerang is. <laughs> well, what know what Boomerang is? Didn't Boomerang <laughs> wow. merge with Cartoon Network eventually? Yeah, eventually. and then they split. Oh, oh, never, never, like never mind. Okay. Depending <laughs> on your provider. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait. Yeah. That, Never mind. Okay, yeah. So yeah, subsidiary that came back together again, okay. but it was on Cartoon Network essentially. I mean, I never watched cartoons. Never interested me. Like mm. I watch. I uh, like that's not true because I, I watch like Batman the Animated Series. And that's a, uh, that's right. another example of like cartoons that were made for kids. But like what you said earlier, the very very difficult art of making something for kids that can also appeal to adults. Yeah. Batman the mm. Animated Series, Batman Beyond, and Justice League Unlimited. All of these series actually became more profound as you get older. Right. Like, I, I mean, Justice League Unlimited, I think, came out like when I was like in high school or something like that. Mm. And I was like, by that point, I was like, I wasn't really watching it. But I watched it fully through when I hit my mid 30s. And I'm like, holy mm. crap, like there's a lot of great stuff there. And certainly Batman, the animated series was uh, kind of like the quintessential show that could be watched by kids, but loved by adults. Yeah. We're going to wait on the poll results from you guys, but we're going to go to Super Chats now. It. Corey Anderson said a few things. Brett, will you be there Saturday uh, I guess answer that one first, Brett. <laughs> um, look, giving up early on a Saturday is a hard. It's the answer is maybe. It's so tough. It's a, it's a, it's a hurry up and wait. Hurry up at like nine ish. Like, want to make it up there. I mean, that's if, a, if not earlier. I mean, there there yeah. have been times when when like Tim's like it's like seven a.m. on a Saturday and wants dude, to go skating, and I'm like, dude, bro, I know. party foul. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I need like seriously. five more hours. I'm like, I'm like dude, I went to bed like two hours ago. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you realize me and Ryan Kellen were up to like whatever hour doing stuff for you, man. Like it's like it's come on, yeah, come on. Man. <laughs> when he said 10 a.m., I was like, yeah, I know. What? It's Saturday, man. I'm not much of a skater, uh, and I like my sleep. So well, but you're gonna I'm be not there. gonna. But it depends. I'm not gonna, gonna be there. Gonna, I'm, he's gonna be there. I'm He'll not gonna wear like <laughs> I'm not gonna wear the three quarter length shirt. It's it goes against my ethos of all my shirts are. I thought that no large. one had to dress up as. Oh, okay. Well, that then, was scrapped. Then, then maybe. We'll are we all dressing up as Tim? I, I, I mean, Freedom Plaza is cool. If you guys are watching and, think, and living in the area and thinking about going down, I highly recommend it. If you haven't been there, it's just an awesome place to hang out. I used to do it all the time when I was younger. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It is a cool place. Uh, the next question is, where is the PCC merch? I will just say. Oh, that'd be cool. Patriots, stand back and stand by. <laughs> oh uh, hold the line. Mary, sounds like a Bol- <laughs> Mary are you a uh, Bolton bro? I, I will not comment on it. <laughs> Bolton bros. Thirdly, he said, Bolton my bros. brother Sean is an overweight schlub who needs to work out. Hmm. Thanks for letting get us on, know. Get on it, Sean. Uh, look, get on it. Uh, hey, <laughs> I was reading an article in Evie today. Oh. Okay, not really. I, I, I read a headline from Evie. It was like, how can I... How can I like motivate my boyfriend to work out? And, like, <laughs> but the best part was oh, they showed like they, they, the picture didn't match the the 
the title because in the title the, the in the picture the picture the dude's ripped too so i'm just like well he doesn't look like he needs extra motivation this guy looks like he gets up and goes to the gym they should go all find a picture on his own stock picture of a dad bod or yeah something. that's what they needed well it was a picture of like a guy and a girl at the gym together but oh. they're both ripped i'm guessing there aren't pictures of like average or below average people <laughs> at the gym together because they don't take that cute picture together at the gym until they're in better shape right. so it's it's like a void you can't find it. you know what i was thinking i was with all the deep fake stuff i was thinking one day you know when cooking shows like they'll have they'll have something that's already been made they'll have already made the dish you don't have to wait for the time for it to bake or whatever whatever i'm waiting for the time when they have a show with a deep fake where they have someone that is like either like you know they're like let's say that because you probably couldn't do it from someone that's like morbidly obese to suddenly like jacked and and tan (laughs) but you're able to do it from someone that is like you know um average weight average build and then be have them and then have them depicted in a way where they're like you know, shredded yeah. suddenly. And you'd be able to do that with deepfakes pretty easily, I'm sure. And I'm waiting for when they're going to do that and be like, and if you were to follow this course, this course for like 12 to 15 weeks, you, you would look, look like this. Chad Hanks. How do you ripped. feel about your new body? It's, I'm just, I'm just waiting for it to happen. It's going to be a moment of time. I actually saw, I was, I, I, fin- I went down like a couple of like AI rabbit holes the other day. One was like this, it's this AI deepfake program that allows, it like changes the position of your eyes so you can read notes off screen and it, adjusts your eyes so it looks like you're always looking at the camera wait what <laughs> so it's like yeah he, he shows like he shows he shows the top image and the bottom image and they're both is him talking in real time and it's him down here and he's looking at the he's looking off screen at what's clearly a script and up on the top view of it it shows just his eyes looking forward it looks like he's making direct eyes and it looks realistic looks photorealistic it's crazy that's huh. scary crazy Fake. potatoes for Seamus said surge on pcc some call me a doctor or a masher what I, I don't so know. Are you confused. referring to potatoes? I don't understand what potatoes. that. Potatoes. Probably potatoes. Potatoes for Seamus is a very big. Uh, oh yeah, I know. We we uh, we're very we're. Serge has already slid into those potato DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Dante Anderson said in response to the super chat made by Corey Anderson on January eleventh, twenty twenty three. Simp. Okay. I don't even know what he said, but thanks for thanks for that. Potatoes for Seamus said Serge Simcast IRL the only one who matters on PCC. Whoa. I mean, Surge Guy, Cat. Come on. The, the come other, on. Almost, this is my first time on the damn show. I don't know if I can swear. <laughs> Pardon me. I don't realize if this it's is okay. uh, Within family the first friendly. 12 to 15 seconds oh, of the segment okay. or whatever. So, so we're on YouTube rules just for the, for those things. It's not necessarily a family-friendly show? Or uh, it... Look, I, 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 I'm I kind of immature, and I lose my cool sometimes, <laughs> and I swear. So I, I, I try, I try okay. not to, but it does happen. I, I've heard a lot of the, the Brits are now saying swear. As if to not swear. They just say swear as opposed hmm. to swear. They also say person. arse. But, yeah, they but then, do. But they, they use do. the C word deliberate, like, oh, deliberate. all the time. I, I have YouTube. to actively try to not use the C word because it's not okay in the United States. Like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like the that. idea that like, you, you say that to a girl and then you gaslight. You're like, oh, I get it. It's a cultural <laughs> thing. It's, uh, it's, it's super gaslighting. <laughs> I'm the problem. I it's all it. my I fault. I get it. It's always, the, the, white, it's always the white straight guy. I yeah. get it. Okay. <laughs> You've just clearly never been to Britain. That's yeah, the problem. Literally, or Australia. Or For Australia. that matter, if you have any problem with the C word, don't go to Australia. It's going to be a really, really terrible time. I wasn't you. planning on going to Australia. <laughs> she does a great Australian accent, though. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, you got to do it. I'm not. Uh, it's upon request. In the chat. You have to pay for that. Big Dave said, welcome back, Serge. Yo, my first time. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know. He wasn't they're, here in the first place. They also like to gaslight here. So yeah. Yeah, like some days they'll be like, hey, like Brett, it. it's Wednesday when it's clearly not Wednesday. <laughs> And I'm, just, and I'm like, and I'm like looking at my watch and like checking my phone, trying to like, yeah, is it Wednesday? <laughs> Dude, I think that's what's happening on IRL. 
I think people will, because honestly, people will always say like, oh, audio is this, video, that camera is this, etc. But then I look at it, I'm like, no, it's not. It's totally fine. <laughs> but I think people are intentionally saying that just to make me, you know, scramble and change things. But, you know, now I've, I've wised up and I've gotten better. people there, to monitor, et cetera, outside of, you know, the, the chat. Is this because last night they were saying there were some focus issues? I saw that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's because we don't have good enough cameras for the level of podcast. But we're working on that. We have all the cameras ordered. The camera bodies are, I think they're arriving like tomorrow or the next day. Awesome. So if anyone watches IRL, I'm sure some people watch IRL, the camera quality and everything will go up significantly very soon. Um, What's IRL? Yeah, it's a little podcast. It's like a subsidiary. It's like downstairs. Of ours. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's something. It's something that's not important. Children's show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gray Jedi Outcast said, "Praise the sun." Yeah, praise um, the sun. The, the sun is in. The as in, uh, I think Ra. Flaming star. The sun god in, yeah. in the sky. Bad app said, "Surge." Oh gosh, I'm not going to say that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, is it that bad? Sebastian K said, "We'll find out later that." The okay, that's racist. I can't read that one either. Oh, Tiger dang, King. Dang. Tiger King sixty six said, "I lean pretty heavily on y'all for my sixty hour work weeks. I appreciate it. No Brett gets a kick out of people working and listening. Got a shift for graveyard security at a small city zoo tonight. Nice. No Ben Stiller antics yet, though. Uh, Look, I, I was I was we'll very offended when crossed. I when we did the video the other day, and it started off as about is Mel Gibson gonna take on the Rothschilds in, in this movie. And I let it devolve into like a fanfic about like National Treasure meets a night at the museum. And it's still got a context warning from YouTube as if oh, I am like, they're like, how did they know that we were going to make that movie? Oh, that's, that's... We have to add context so we can discredit them. And they're truth seekers over there at Pop Culture Crisis. Yeah, we're getting silenced. Potatoes for Seamus said, now if Serge and Seamus could do a show together. Sagemus. Why does he just want Seamus to be everywhere all at I once. think that's secretly Seamus maybe I think it could be too I, I have no information as to who they are but uh, that up I'm I not reading that one sorry we'll do one more and then we'll move on <laughs> Johnny Derp said plot twist Scooby is just a furry in a costume <laughs> no Scooby oh. if he's a furry I don't I don't want him there they could uh, hey that would have at least that would have seemed like they were trying something mm. like if they had at least done that it would have seemed like they were trying something different or special right. well, that would like, basically be Wilfred Oh, that's a good point. Okay, we're gonna right. move on and talk about these comments recently made by Camille Nanjiani. That's right. I first recognized him, by the way, when we were suffering through watching Obi Wan Kenobi on Disney Plus, mm. because he was the voice actor for Prismo on Adventure Time. Not, I didn't recognize him from from Eternals or anything like that, um, but. He, obviously, Marvel is known for being incredibly race conscious in their casting and they play to diversity quotas in their marketing and everything. So in a recent interview, he kind of seemed to accidentally admit to the fact that Hollywood has a concerted effort to cast white people in the roles of villains <sighs> and keep minority actors in the roles of heroes. And uh, let's just read what he said. <laughs> he said, I think that Hollywood now, even though they're trying to be more diverse, is still weird. And that's just as limiting as anything else. I want to play more bad guys. And then regarding a, another Marvel actor, Sebastian Stan, he said, he does these big Marvel movies and then he'll play a psychopath. I was told that's going to be hard because people don't want to cast non-white people as bad guys. So he's referring to Sebastian Stan 
also appearing in this new cannibal movie yeah. f- called Fresh from Disney, and I plus Tommy from Tommy and Tommy as Tommy Lee in Pamela. I did want to address uh, this cannibal trend that's going on in media right now because <laughs> it weirds me weird. out. Like is, Army is, Hammer is still in the conversation. Yep. Mm-hmm. We've Timothy got Chalamet. The Last of Us coming out soon, which is also kind of a cannibal cannibal vibe. And Wait, then, does that mean that like that uh, The Walking Dead was like cannibal grooming? Hey, I mean, it's clear. different in The Last of Us because they're still alive. The yeah, yeah, well, and the clickers are still alive. New York also just legalized human composting. No way. Also, um, I want to point out that everyone who um, who called Ryan Kinnell from RK Outpost a racist for his comments on the Batman, when he very acutely pointed out that all the gang members in the beginning of the movie were were white, and there was one that was black, and he just they, he they made him the reticent. Oh, I'm not sure I want to commit this crime, person. And it was very clear when you watch that movie uh, that. He, he doesn't want to, to do what he's doing. He's being pushed into it by the white characters. And they're like, you're just the racist. You don't understand how Hollywood works. He was right. He was right the whole time because Hollywood does not just make these decisions on a whim. Right. Every single casting choice now is meticulously chosen because they themselves have made identity politics their god. Mm-hmm. The other funny thing about this is when he says that he wants to play the bad guy, Right? Does that mean that he has to submit to the idea that the white guy can be a good guy? Because they're not, they don't like that either now. So, well, the the narrative that is given to us by Hollywood keeps flip flopping. So, if a minority is casted in a supporting role, then they're being minimized in yeah. the film. Mm-hmm. If they're in the role of a hero or protagonist, they are being tokenized and not given the full respect that a hero should deserve. And then if they're if they're cast as the villain, then you're stereotyping oh, yeah. all non-white people as threatening and evil. There's the picture right here. So obviously, like I can't keep up because well, they, there's no way to win the in this last narrative. Heads years, I win, tails you lose. That's wokeness. Forced yeah. the issue mm-hmm. of race back to the forefront of everybody's mind, and now all people can think of is race. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's it's terrible. Yeah. I mean, it, it's ridiculous that you can't just be like. Hey, this is the best guy for the role because of these accolades, because he's done this before. I really liked how he nailed his audition. No, it's like, oh, we should choose him because yep. because he checks this box of yeah. ours. And yeah, 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 and yeah. the advertisers, they'll they'll love that. And they they'll mm-hmm. pay uh they'll pay us more. And mm-hmm. what's the new term? The stakeholders. Yep. Yeah. Do it for the stakeholders. When, when you argue that a character represents more than just a character in a story being told, you fall into this trap. Mm. Does, yeah. it, does that make sense? So the, the idea here is that they're proving that there's anti-white bias there because they believe that if it's, a, if it's a black actor playing a black character, it has to represent something good when we, who are not mentally insane, know that that's not true. It's just a character being played by someone, and that's it. It doesn't need to be more than that. They themselves put themselves in this trap because they attribute more to it than is actually right. there. They are the ones who expound upon this and make it a larger societal implication. There yeah. aren't larger societal implications to this stuff. We, we just started this same conversation from another angle, though, when John Leguizamo was started complaining that mm. minorities and specifically Latino actors get cornered into playing the bad guys. And he just played a bad guy in Violent Night. Yep. And also he played a morally corrupt scumbag in the menu, same season, is he not contributing 
to this imaginary problem. And then we repeated the conversation all over again mm. when the Wednesday, Wednesday series was getting flack because they cast black actors to play some of the bullies at Wednesday's boarding school. And that yeah. criticism completely ignores the context, obviously, that the series had a character development arc for those bullies that made them more relatable and complex. But even if they hadn't included that, that doesn't necessarily make it racist. It just would be lazy writing. Yeah. So mm -hmm. obviously no gesture, no uh, meeting diversity quota, no self-flagellation is sufficient in this game that we're playing, the only option you have is to drop out, to not play. Yep. Mm -hmm. So so the funny thing is about this, I um I remember I used to listen, do you know what After Buzz TV is? It was um it was like a it was kind of early podcast days, right? They they would do, they had uh, various podcasts where they would review episodes of shows. So they would have panels that were like so every week when a new episode of a show would come out, they would have that same panel. Sometimes they'd have guests, sometimes a, a person would switch out in and out. So the whole company was about reviewing television that was on on the air at that time. It was run by Maria Menounos, so she had connections to the entertainment industry. I think through Entertainment Tonight, her and her husband worked in the industry. And I remember that I used to love those those panels, right? Because it was just a different time. Like, it, the, now the identity politics are front and center to a lot of these reviews. And I still remember in an old episode, in like season three of Blind Spot, which was the show um, Jamie Alexander and, uh, not Sebastian Stan, uh, but so in the Sullivan Stapleton in this show, they, they make a point like this, this lady on the show makes a point in season three. She's like, I certainly would like if we would have someone other than a straight white guy playing the villain. <laughs> like it, this was in like 2015. Wow. I mean, here's the thing. I still think that Hollywood uses film and TV to prepare us for things that are going to happen in the real world. Oh, certainly. They. I mean, with the cannibalism thing, even like Timothy Chalamet in, in Bones and All, and is there now anyone less believable as a cannibal than Timothy Chalamet. I, exactly, I, I don't think that he could hurt a he fly a if vampire. he tried. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I wonder what is Hollywood preparing us for, if not like upcoming food shortages and scarcity problems, and then with all of these water-themed movies recently, so like I, I, Avatar I, I, and Wakanda Forever, rising before. sea levels. Mm. I don't know. Like, I, it's suspicious Has to this me. happened, though? Is there actual proof that Hollywood's ever done this? Because I've heard this conspiracy f ever since I was a kid, that Hollywood, it's predictive programming, right? Is that the term? Well, yeah. pe people have been talking um, about this since, like, Logan's Run, which is an old film from back in the day, when, you know, with the, the phrase Soylent Green is people. Yeah. Cause they but none of this, this has come anything. true. Like, well, it's scary. Well, no, it's not yeah. always yeah. cataclysmic yeah. things that they're preparing us for. No, well, like, there are sure. smaller, are there, give, le I'm, harder to notice social changes, hmm. such as, like, casting white people as the villains intentionally so that we are actually less tr like deemed less trustworthy in mm. normal social situations i think that is a real thing that is a real phenomenon it that they can is. foment then that's interesting because they love cop propaganda shows they love <laughs> yeah, okay. and i love cop propaganda shows look every time i watch a cop uh, a cop show i'm like that is the fakest well, i've ever seen in my <laughs> a lot of people don't know that it's fake that, and we talked about john stewart wait, wait, wait. exposing that svu just, isn't real life well no but that's <laughs> no. one point how many different Whoa. csis are there how many different law and orders are NCIS. there there's all this pro cop 
content out there. Oh, but now and it's some of the most popular yeah. shows out there, and yeah, you're supposed the to. The opposite's cops. true in society. Yeah. But the, the thing so, is, like, I don't know if Holly, maybe they're trying to do these things, but I certainly don't believe they're successful at doing it. They don't really ever. Don't. They don't ever portray the cops like actual cops behave. Like, no. uh, like a lot of like. First of all, like the idea is like it's like they're like, well, look at this gun now. I'm like, I don't know a single cop who would call somebody wanting to own a firearm a gun. Now. <laughs> you know, know what I'm saying? Seriously. Like they, 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 they're cops that just happen to act like Hollywood producers. Yeah. And, <laughs> And right. it's like it's 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 the same thing we see in all this stuff. And the other thing for this is like Denzel. Somebody mentioned in the chat. Denzel can be a bad guy. Like the 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 well known actors, your Denzel Washingtons, your Harry Lennox, all these guys can still play bad guys because they were great at it before. Everyone loves Training Day. Yeah. There isn't a person yeah. alive that doesn't love the movie Training Day. I love Training Day. And you know that he's capable of it. And his name supersedes his immutable characteristics. He's not mm -hmm. a black actor. He's Denzel Washington. Right. That, and that speaks to a weird type of classism in, in Hollywood. Like, he can get more because he's established himself. But they're not allowing the other actors under him to establish yeah. themselves because they're boxing them into certain right. categories. Samuel L. Jackson came out and he had this interview where he was defending Tarantino because uh, people like Quentin Tarantino is racist. And he's like, yeah. so hold up. Yeah. Dude, he's made me the star, like chose me out of all the billions of people on this per uh, planet. He chose me to be the star of how many movies? Mm -hmm. The guy's not racist. Yeah. But right? because he has certain words in the scripts of his movies it's then he, oh he's yeah. racist yeah like, because he's like this is how people really talk i'm not going to put some kind of filter on it right uh -huh. my movie's going to be as reflective as society as possible and that's why he has such a yeah. vulgar language because it's how real people talk it's not that i'm some like huge fan or anything i like i don't care but that obviously doesn't make him personally reflecting his values by having those lines in there. Right. The same way that like we don't watch a movie like 12 Years a Slave and say that it endorses slavery. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Very true. It's uh, it's funny because I was like, it, the difference was back in the day when anybody could play any character, there was actual excitement. I think back, I don't know if anybody here has ever seen the show Dollhouse, which was, a, it was a, a show that only ran for two seasons. It was a Joss Whedon show. Um, starring Eliza Dushku and in the show uh, basically the concept is is like these uh, people are what are called actives meaning that they're they can have their memory completely wiped and have another person's consciousness uploaded into it and each mm. each of these actives yeah. has a handler and in this show uh, her handler Echo's handler is played by Harry Lennox and in the whole show he is the most suspicious it's not even suspicious it's actually done so well he's a good guy Greg the whole time he's just he's always trying to help her and he wants to help everyone and all these things and he, they, they okay Spoiler alert, skip ahead 25 seconds if you haven't watched uh, uh, Dollhouse from 2009. In the second to last episode, they find out that he was actually the one in charge of the corporation that was doing all the evil stuff and he was working on the ground because he needed her character to build out the research to, to do all the evil things that he wanted to do. What a twist. Right. And, and he, does, he gives this great reveal when he's mm. revealed to be the bad guy. And now, you're never going to get that. Yeah. Because they're never gonna they're never gonna take the risk to let uh, look a Sterling K Brown Sterling K Brown is a fantastic actor that can do any role he wants and he's not going to be able to get those roles because mm -hmm. they're going to typecast him. It's like uh, I always use the example of the, in the horrible Predator movie from 2018 that I like and everybody else hates. Which one? Uh, the 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 second, not the most recent one on Hulu, the one that oh. came out in in 2018. He's in this movie. He's kind of a he's a jerk. He's chewing gum. He's cracking wise the whole time, and he looks like he's having the time of his life he looks like he's the best because he was on you know what this is us is 
like the oh, show yeah. This Is Us. Yeah. He's like he's in that show. He has to play this tired old good guy character the whole time. He finally gets to be kind of a, a dude with some edge, and he's just living it up. So in, in the end, they're actually allowing the white actors to win because the white actors get all the fun roles mm, and that's racist right in i saw a itself. comment yeah, that said is. exactly that someone said curiously for actors the villain role is the most exciting for yeah. them and in some movies the most remembered and this non-white villain thing will keep them from acting in amazing roles mm -hmm. and another person said not surprised that hollywood who calls its audience racist is still more racist. Super yeah, mega racist. For sure. For sure. It's uh, go watch The Wire. There it is. My daily reminder to everyone to go watch The Wire, where everyone you that box. Everyone can be awful and awesome in equal measure. Mm -hmm. I may watch it. I've watched. Uh, I, it's weird. Like YouTube Shorts have exposed me to a bunch of TV shows. Yeah. Just because I've been like, yeah, I, I try really hard not to get addicted to YouTube Shorts or Reels or any of these like yeah. short form dopamine sucking content. You know, content streams, but. I've watched a little bit of The Wire, and I and I've heard you talk about The Wire, and I know about the meme about how you talk about The Wire every episode at least once, or whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a solid try yep. and go give it a watch. Um, yep. oh, probably over the weekend I'll go watch some episodes. Of something like the, that. The, the the pilot's fantastic. Like mm. at, the, at the very least, like one of the one of the art forms in Hollywood is a good engaging pilot that can suck you in right. and, and pull you into a show and really mm -hmm. like. There's a, only a few shows that I can think of that I've enjoyed in spite of a bad pilot in which you have to skip. Almost like skip the pilot to get to the next episode, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So the the wire does that really, really well. Well, the pilot too has transformed on what it originally was in in, in TV. You know, back in the day, I'd say twenty, thirty years ago, it truly was like a standalone episode they would make. Yeah. See how it did. Then they'd go back to work, and if it gets picked up, they'd create the rest of the season. Oh yeah, they have like a year. Nowadays, between. they'd make all ten episodes. They don't need it to get it approved. And the pilot's just the first you episode. Just spew mm. them out there. If it's yeah, on it's always because I've always like it's a wild card. Uh, is it going to be um, really good? Is it going to work with the content they put out later? You don't you never knew. You they know? um mm. they, there's big advertising going around for Netflix for the show Kaleidoscope starring Giancarlo Esposito, and they're like you can watch it in any order. I'm like you can do that with like a a show on. Fox, like you, yeah. you can, you can watch any episode of of NCIS or CSI, and it does not matter yeah. what order you watch. But it's it. revolutionary. It's, yes, you don't understand. I mean, I get what they're saying. They're saying that the story connects no matter which order you watch it. And I'm like, but yeah, everyone's but, just well, gonna watch it cool. all the way yeah. from left to right, anyways. Yeah, exactly. So who cares? I thought that was just like a, a nice play to get, like you know, <laughs> like uh, astroturfing. Um, needs to have a gag. Yeah, exactly. Know? It was something that they were gonna use <laughs> to just be like, oh, let's let's see if we can get people to post on social media with their own particular prescription as to what the, the well, order do you guys remember are. when um black mirror released bandersnatch and it was like uh choose your own adventure on Netflix. i've only yeah. watched oh, yeah, like yeah, two yeah. episodes of black mirror well so now. the one they released a special it's like an hour and a half long mm -hmm. and after every like 10 15 minutes it'll give you a choice you have to pick up your remote mm -hmm. and choose you go like left or right and oh. it changes how the story plays out yeah, yeah. it was cool but the novelty wore off real fast and mm. yeah they've never done it again i heard it was really on rails and if you if you if you did it the, the other ways it was still gonna like, there's only a couple there's only like three like or four endings I think. right 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 yeah because yeah. be, if you think about how big that would be if you're gonna have every 10 minutes and an hour long episode it's gonna the permutations are gonna be wild near the film yeah. mm -hmm. so many things which is what happens well, just which they should have done yeah. Do, do things that it are hard, cool. not it things that cool. are easy. I agree. It's not like they didn't have the money. It, it doesn't make sense to me because some video games these days that are highly cinematic are already exactly like that. Yeah. So yeah. what is the difference between that and a TV show or a movie that you can interact with? Right. 
And then why would they change The Last of Us, which is essentially like that, mm -hmm. into a TV I'm series? I'm going to push back, Mary, because there's this stupid trend in video games that more and more games are becoming basically... Just movies, just yeah. Movies. And I agree. Yeah. And I agree that terrible. that's stupid. But like, I like, want to play. The Last of Us there. is a lot like that. It does have combat, but... Um, it's highly cinematic and you're sure. supposed to like pog face at the graphics and is everything. That like, is that like a, I'm not a, I'm not a video gamer. I'll be, I'll come out right now and say it. But is that like, is that like, isn't it like zombies? Yeah. It's like a, like a fungal infection that like makes you eat people. Nice. Yeah. Um, cool. The rage I, I would say it's, cool. it's comparable to resident evil monsters. So it's like, it's zombies, but not quite zombies. They're technically alive, right? Like, yeah, it's I think weird. they are technically alive. It's like cordyceps. It's just post-apocalyptic. Mm, yeah, okay. I'm excited for the Gears of Good War enough. movie that they're going to be oh, making. Be cool. And Dave Bautista keeps uh, teasing that he'll be the main character, hmm. which would be awesome. Dave uh, Bautista has potential to be a better actor than The Rock. Even even yeah. though I find mm -hmm. Batista, I find The Rock annoying in his uh, utterly safe and annoyingly corporate <laughs> persona. Dave Batista is like uh, he's the quintessential big baby. He's a he's a big whiny baby on Twitter, and he like he has like this great skit back when he was in WWE where he goes, "I quit." He's in a wheelchair, and he goes, "I quit." And every time he says something annoying on Twitter, I just imagine him in the wheelchair <laughs> going, "I quit." And he's just like, nah. like he, was, he's a he's a big baby. I was just thinking because uh, in the the new Knives Out movie, uh, the what was is it called the glass gold, onion the gold oh, okay the glass onion um was he oh, supposed to be andrew one. tate uh, i was giving that no. a hard yeah kind of he's he's, kind of, he's supposed to be like a he's he's like a Just male manosphere. he's yeah he's a manosphere type of yeah i guess so I, I don't know if they would have yeah. labeled it like they probably say he's andrew a red tate pill now. guy he's a, yeah, yeah. That, that's what they call him red like a, he has a red pill gf <laughs> i'm and, thinking of that yeah, particular yeah. scene at the pool yeah and yeah, you got the sunglasses. It's, fre it's fresh and fit, Miami type sure. type stuff. Even even know? the girlfriend is like the quintessential. Like she doesn't believe anything she says. Oh, yeah. She's she's absolutely oh, yeah. like a twitch thought. She's that's like, like sorry, feminists. And, uh, and then so she's talking bad. to to the girl later, and she's like, yeah, I'm not sure if that really works for my brand later. Like, <laughs> she, how she's gonna? She's like, I want to shift into politics, and I'm just like, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. love that movie. Like a lot of people hated that movie. I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Interesting. Movie. Yeah. My my little brother like kind of sprung it up with my family at the um at during the the winter holidays and made us all watch it first i was like what? like what are we what are we watching and then i was like eh, i'll give it a chance and then i watched it and i was like able to be able to see what they were what they mm -hmm. were after and i i what i drew was a lot of like comparisons to people that i knew in pop culture as well which is like the MGTOW character and all this stuff and did I was you like, not watch knives out the first one no you should mm -hmm. it's good it's, it's really it's, good i know i watched the glass onion one it's that's, a lot better that's than the one glass with the, onion. It's like the island and then they all yeah it, right? Janelle Monet onion, did it's a lot great. more meme worthy uh than i think Memes out was. I like memes. Calm Janelle Monet did really great in that movie. Like I, did, the, I agree. Uh, and the other thing about that movie is Kate. Did you see? Did you read the article about Kate Hudson? Like saying she felt bad for her character being such a bad person. She's like she's so lost. Like this is why we, we get into the position we're in because she talks <laughs> about her character. All of them the are supposed to be bad people. No, but I'm saying yeah, like, this, I mean, is why, this is why this is why Hollywood has yeah, gotten us. This is why Hollywood has gotten us into the to the mess that we're in because they don't understand that they're just characters. She's like, oh my god, right. she's such a troubled soul. I'm like, no, she's not real, you psychopath. What's, what's hilarious about Kate Hudson's character is that this is the stereotype of so many people that are real who mm -hmm. do own stupid loungewear businesses that are made in in Thailand or whatever, yeah. who mm -hmm. do make hollow apologies on Instagram. Like that was mm -hmm. hilarious, and it's not some serious thing. That's yeah. so annoying. Yeah. Anyway, let's. Let's go, go to Super, Super Chats. Chats. That app, I am not reading that. Of course not. Corey Anderson said, 
Sean is a hamster that smells of elderberries. Ah. Mm. That's wow, I'm confused Sean, you'll hit right the shower, now. Sean. False God Dark Soul said <laughs> Woo! Thank hey. you. That scared me. Thank you again, Carter, for that. Jesus. It's not a low bois, it's a f Oh, okay. The, it's a, a Low bois is different. I've got low bois on there. But at the oh. end, it does have a it, bois. It's got a, it's got a, I think that might be a mid-level bois. It's not mid a low bois. bois. Like it's a, yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's mid. It's, it's not, a mid-bois. It's not low. False <laughs> God Dark Souls said, Dasovic, because you take my bread away. Ah, that's good. <laughs> that was good. LOL. Biddy Beasley said, just do a couple episodes of Velma, like three overall. We'll, we'll watch the first two that are out, maybe. Sure. I get, I, no, we'll wait for the... We'll wait for the poll. We'll wait for the end of the episode. Mm. We'll see what the poll says, mm. and then we'll decide. I want to yes. do. I want them to do like Smash Bros. and do Velma versus Vecna from Stranger Things. <laughs> see, that's a, no. Like <laughs> everyone wants that no. stuff. Everyone's like, I want, I want uh, Marvel versus DC. I'm like, I don't, I don't want. Uh, like, yeah, it's, just, no. it's so tired. Please stop. It will never happen anyway. Yeah. What if Scooby Doo just? Did just come into like the Stranger Things universe and be like, you freaking kids don't know what you're doing. Did you see the? Did you see the horrible? <laughs> we'll I mean, this. a parody movie could do that. Did you see the horrible LeBron Space Jam? Yeah, that no, is what happens. No, when yes. you, that is what happens when you mix all your properties together. It just becomes a big product placement. It's awful. Ugh. As if anybody could remake Space Jam. Sorry, yeah. Tacti Platy said, "I'm an Aussie or Aussie Alex Jones." Is that what you mean? Big, avoca ah. big avocado is making the frogs gay. <laughs> there it was. Is that any good? Right. Crikey. Perturbed nice. Alpaca said, I heard we had to pay to hear Mary's Australian accent. I request you point to random objects in the studio and say that that's not a knife. And then you have to say, this is a knife. Was that, was that a good one? It's, it's from... It's uh, very nasally, right. by it's the right. way. Yeah. That's, a, that's a movie you reference. You have to add a little bit of a... Like a drunk slur to it, right? right. Yeah. Apparently, got chat. Nobody. I, I think everyone in this room besides me is too young to have ever seen Crocodile Dundee. No, no I've no, seen no, Crocodile I've seen Dundee. I've seen it. That's not a knife. That, that's a good scene. That's yeah. a good scene. I've seen it, but I just didn't like it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Francisco yeah. Sanchez Jr. said, "Hail to the Queen, King, and the two Chads on PCC Yo. today. I'm one of the Chads. You guys argue <laughs> about the rest. I'm <laughs> Mary, I'm cool with that. <laughs> Mary, can you say put a shrimp on the Barbie in an Australian accent? Put a shrimp shrimp on the Barbie. I don't know. They, they don't even say that. <laughs> no, that's, they don't. That's probably a complete stereotype. That's really so racist. They say it all the time. People. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Australians? No. Come they on. Don't, they don't say that. They may, they that's may their favorite thing to say. <laughs> Have you, uh, did, you, did we ever on air watch the thing about the dick sealant? The guy oh, we didn't. The, but maybe the, next, the, well, next maybe, show maybe we'll like, do that at the beginning. It's a whole thing where he goes, dick. That sounds goes, like a New Zealanders thing. It's Kiwi. Yeah. Saying dick. Yeah. Instead of what? And the, the, deck. Oh, deck. I disagree deck with Andrew T. And I support climate action. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Mauser said, Mary nailed it. Thank you. Biddy Beasley said, CIA has an office in Hollywood and... Yeah. OP... Wait, what is this? OP... Uh, Operation Mockingbird. Operation Mockingbird. Look into it. Also check out huh. Robert Sepper's video on Hollywood propaganda. Uh, and read the, the read the book by Christian Toto. Um, but the other thing is, is like... That would be a movie. 
a movie about the CIA officer working in Hollywood division would be freaking great. Like yeah, you could make cool. a great like comedy about a guy I who's was just, just going to say he gets in trouble and he gets demoted to like yeah. the Hollywood role and he has to have to like take care of a babysit a bunch of celebrities. Uh, no, well, it's the idea like that. that uh, it's kind of crazy. Like, did anybody see Trumbo? Like the it's like the opposite. Okay, think like a, get Brian Cranston to play like a CIA officer in charge of Hollywood propaganda for the CIA. That'd be hilarious, <laughs> but way Mac too Nicole. realistic, so they would never do it. Exactly, it'd be freaking great. It'd be cool <laughs> um, uh, to compare it to like Beverly Hills Cops, where or Beverly Hills Cop, where all things are nice and everything looks like pristine, and then now Hollywood is just this. Digi- yeah. It's like, oh, it's such just a, a cesspool. It's such a mess. Yeah, it's a cesspool. Well, you watch uh, you watch like American the movie American Gangster, and you see a look at like what how like awful New York used to be before oh, Giuliani yeah. took over. Right. Now you look at it, you're like, it's probably not much different than it is now. No, <laughs> right? no. Like, it's we're all, kind of it's back all gone there. right back. Yeah, it's, it's all right back right to where back. it was. Mm-hmm. Biddy Beasley said, what are your thoughts on the menu? I give it nine out of 10 wet kisses. We stand mm. Ralph Fiennes and Anya Taylor-Joy in my house. Why didn't we go see the... Uh, did, we didn't there... see it because it was like over, the holidays, Christmas, over Christmas. But I watched it yeah. after Christmas thoughts? and I really liked it. Is it a film? It's yeah. It it was. I don't think it's in theaters anymore. Mm. Maybe it's like almost gone. But I really liked it. I don't know what else to say about it. Right. I just like the way that it's kind of um, mocking rich people the same way that Gloss Onion did in a way. Uh, okay. Uh, it had a similar feel. Like you know, it's a bunch of elites. They go to an island. Hmm. Shit goes down. A lot of weird die. stuff happens when elites go to islands. That is very strange. Hmm. Yeah. I was like, so Why are they so focused if, on it? If only yes. we could have a list that told us what are they that preparing us for? It's, it's, like they're, it's like they're trying to normalize it, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Let's, let's do one more, and then we'll move okay. on. Okay. Dr. Flatty said. Brett, I also really liked the 2018 Predator movie. You might want to keep that to yourself. Well, we'll keep that to ourselves, like me and you, buddy. Okay. We'll, we'll keep that to ourselves so that we don't uh, lose all credibility. Next, we're going to get into a public beef that I enjoy greatly. Andrew Tate just has a long list of public figures and influencers that he wants to start beef with, and he's just checking them off one by one. So Logan Paul is next. He's the next victim. So... <laughs> Here's here's how it went down. Logan Paul on January 10th tweets, "The Matrix is Matrix is real. Pray you never become its target." He's probably trying to like be buddy buddy with Andrew Tate right now cuz like they were planning on doing a fight before Andrew Tate's yeah, arrest, so true. their plans fell through. Mm-hmm. But uh, they could fight now for... Andrew Tate has decided to continue the beef from inside his jail cell. So oh. two suspected, <laughs> so, so two suspected criminals slash entertainers <laughs> are beefing on the internet while one of them's in jail. Name Have, a more iconic did, duo. Did reality? Did reality just kind of like concede? This is a psyop because everyone they're trying to make you forget about our boy SBF. Like, free. Right. He's oh, still totally. out there. I think I think reality just gave in. We're just like F it. Like yeah, like, so. like everyone's like, wait, isn't one of them in jail? They're like, so after like, after that Logan Paul tweet, Andrew Tate quote tweeted him and said Wait, how is he doing this? It's like he no 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 He's, he's in a like, European jail. They get they He's get, in Romanian jail and Eastern he European is like jail. he has a scribe Even, sitting outside of the jail cool. cell right. and he's just dictating his tweets to the scribe like um, some medieval Good prisoner. Sir. So <laughs> Tate tweet. tweeted, "You are the Matrix. You are an agent, but the Matrix is cracking and now mm. you will pay the price." This is like way <laughs> too dramatic so for just fake. two people having Twitter The beef. entire world is so fake. Look, <laughs> it's yeah, it's it funnier to me if he's actually passing these tweets on to his lawyer 
And his lawyers actually, these are like the most expensive tweets in history because he has to like, his yeah, lawyer he has to like buy tweet. the hour. So he has to pay like, the, he's like, okay, first you say this. And then he gives him a list. Like if he responds with this, you respond with this. If he responds with this, <laughs> yeah. you respond with this. How I picture every it is hour. like Aiden Ross is his scribe. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Aiden Ross is his like eunuch scribe. I'm, I'm thinking all of this is like medieval Ross terms. shaved his head. To look just like Andrew Tate. Really? After yeah. sniffing the chair. The, the yeah. chair sniffing wow. was beyond the pale. Like, that was wild. So anyway, an hour later, Andrew Tate tweeted, LOL, even in Romanian prison, they talk about Logan Paul being a scammer. <laughs> Called out. Oh Called out. So wow. this is referring to Logan being a scammer because he came up with this crypto platform oh, in 2021 man. that was meant for... Crypto Zoo? Right? It, it, yeah. yeah, it's meant for a game called CryptoZoo that never came to be where you have these animal NFTs and they evolve like Pokemon and then become more valuable. So a bunch of people invested really high in this cryptocurrency that he originated for the to be used in game. And then now they've had no updates and they've lost all of their money essentially. And he has never updated them since. <laughs> what they need to do is just arrest Logan Paul and then they can have that fight they were talking about in the yard. And what they'll do is they'll battle like if Logan wins, he gets he gets Tate's like cam girl business. And if <laughs> and if Tate wins, he gets crypto zoo. It no, should be dude. like a gladiator fight. Yeah, like yeah. one person walks out. Well, have you yeah. guys seen the CoffeeZilla episode? Yeah, I, I was reading about it, but I'm planning on watching it. It's, he basically like exposed the whole thing. Yeah, and Logan's a, uh, as much as I would like to be like, yo, throw Logan in prison. He's the Are mastermind Logan right now. He's no, but Logan Paul. he's just he one piece of the very evil puzzle. <laughs> That is Crypto Zoo. And uh, he's just the a layers pawn. are deep. One could call it a glass onion. <laughs> yeah, so he, uh -huh. he like offered this hollow rehearsed apology like usual and mm -hmm. then didn't refund anybody. I don't yeah. think it was an apology. I, I don't think he, he said, he, was, he said it was the developer's fault. Yeah, he just, he just passed. He literally he was just like, sorry if you feel that way. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I'm he sorry. A, he took a dollar I got screwed out. too. This and guy he threatened to sue CoffeeZilla for yeah, defamation, yeah. Well, he and then he was like, "Never mind, never mind." This past weekend, yeah, because <laughs> um, it's true. It was like that moist critical video about the lady who claimed to to find the the killer like with tarot cards, and then found it wasn't even the right person with the right like it was the same name, different person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember this. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. The internet is a horrible place to be. It seriously is. So. I am not, in fact, an alumna of Andrew Tate's Hustler U program. Oh. A lot of people have claimed that that program is sketchy as well, but not that it's like a scam. I think overall, yeah. if you if you should Scared be sus of, of any influencer, it's when they are selling you an ebook or any online course that is not individualized or to JPEGs. you. Or um, Or yeah, or <laughs> NFTs. Or, like, don't invest in something that you're kept in the dark about, yeah. such as CryptoZoo. Like, make good decisions, people. Mm -hmm. And uh, Logan Paul also recently got in another scandal because he was accused of animal neglect. Or oh, a pet yes. pig he had That's named right. Pearl. Which is a big thing in influencer territories. Like, yeah. Look at this fun animal that I can use for money. Right, it's so mean. Like this, a pet is a lifelong commitment, and that's why I find it so disgusting. Because like you can scam people because they're smart enough to know better, right? Yeah. But don't mistreat a completely helpless creature. So basically, this came to light because a rescue facility called Gentle Barn posted a TikTok about finding Pearl abandoned, and uh, let's just show that TikTok on screen for you guys. 
and uh, show what happened to this animal he adopted in like 2020. Yeah. She was found with another pig who passed away, lucky to still be alive. Belonged to a famous YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so here's the caption. Um, Pearl was found alone in a field next to another pig who had passed away. She came to us with tattered ears and a potentially life-threatening infection in her uterus that has been since healed. Clearly had been through so much trauma that we can't begin to imagine, but she's now safe with us at the Gentle Barn. From what we've been told, it's believed she was purchased originally from a breeder by an influencer. Logan Paul. <clears throat> mm -hmm. People often buy mini pigs or teacup pigs yes. for clout online, believing they will stay small. When inevitably they grow very large and have unexpected needs, they are sadly discarded. I've heard teacup pigs aren't real. Like well, it's what? just a name like teacup chihuahua, but the chihuahuas obviously stay small. I've heard, yeah, the pigs, like there's no such thing as like a mini mm -hmm. pig. Yeah. Yeah. They all get big. It's, so, it's, it's like, uh, you know, you, you make the car, the used car run just well enough to get you a thousand miles off the lot. And then, you know, it breaks down. And I heard uh -huh. the, the only way to kind of keep their size down is you're basically starving them. You're not letting them right. grow. Right, which is obviously abusive. Yeah. He did let Pearl grow to full size, but he didn't keep her for long because once COVID hit, he, like, essentially fled to Puerto Rico. Like, he mm -hmm. moved in April 2020 and left her behind, rehomed her to some ranch that was nearby him. But then after that, she it was revealed in his his email responding to the allegations to TMZ that she actually was rehomed several times yeah, and eventually was left for dead. He wasn't responsible. The, yeah. No, the no, no. I think he's still left responsible because you are committing to this animal you adopted for life. But he rehomed it. That's not responsible behavior. And so if he if he how could he know the home wasn't going to be good? Well, it went out of bit. No, it went out of business and then got rehomed again by someone else. Right. Yeah. It's not that he could have foreseen that. But what I'm saying is when you take on the responsibility of an animal, especially an intelligent one like a pig, mm -hmm. that is a commitment big enough that you can't just toss them off the second you're bored of them or the second they are inconvenient to you, you especially when you're a multimillionaire. You shouldn't. But it, he can afford if it. you're in farm, like we're out here, I think there's definitely a lot of places you could find a new home for a pig. Right, I don't wouldn't consider that irresponsible. It's not like you're just dropping it on a family that's only had cats. Before. I think not knowing not knowing that it was going to go out of business and then get left with someone that wasn't responsible. I think that kind of it, takes that off him. You, you could it? argue. Yeah, I think you're arguing. It's like giving away your dog. Like mm -hmm. they are as some people have as to, dogs. but some people have. To. And he didn't not give. He, had he doesn't to. have to. He's a multi-millionaire with he unlimited resources. No, uh, no, no, but I think he didn't even follow up with them to find out what was happening. Anything. Screwed up, but I think it's it's in his right to like go and get rid of the pig if he wanted to and not know that it was going to a place that would go out of business he tried, then, yeah it's not like then, he left it on a, in a box on the side of the road yeah. no mean, it's not exactly like that but i just think like what are you thinking when you get one of these animals well, just to get clicks on on tiktok they're or not, instagram they, they're not thinking remember when justin bieber had a, like monkeys and you got pulled over and <laughs> yeah, there's like monkeys that's, in the car. That's not cool, that but those aren't, those aren't to be domesticated. I think pigs, it's safe to assume they can be domesticated animals. Well, Cassandra would disagree. I mean, we can't talk about that because of legalities. Mm, okay. <laughs> but um, I, I just don't think that he's absolved of responsibility simply because he looked for a good ranch to bring her to. Mm. It's because he, he literally has unlimited money to take care but they of didn't, any they didn't contact animal he him. adopts. They did not contact him when it went out of business. I don't think it's their, like, 
it's like he gave the pig up for adoption. He's no longer the, yeah. the owner of the pig. It's the, it's owner, now this, it's the owner who took would, it that is responsible yeah, for it. Yeah, it seems yeah. weird that they'd I'm thinking what you're saying, you. that you're saying that he shouldn't have done it in the first place. Right. But I don't, I still don't, I think that's a bad choice that doesn't make him responsible for what happened to it in the long run. Hmm. I'm just never going to be the one in the corner of like saying that Logan Paul isn't responsible for something <laughs> bad that happened. We can that ha- is like tangentially no, related I mean, to him. He's, he's obviously a, a sociopath. Yeah. Like, I, think I about think this. He, like, so many people still know him only for filming a man who had hung himself. In mm-hmm. Japan, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I know what type of person this is. He doesn't think about the consequences. He doesn't think at all. It's just do, do, do. Well, also, for something like this, it's funny because I was reading the comment sections, and most of them end up being along the lines of, like, look, I don't think he's responsible, but I hate him. So, I guess. Yeah. They kind of all took Mary's, they're, they're in Mary's camp. They're like, look, I, I'm not saying he's guilty, but. I, I don't like him enough. I mean, I am to, saying he's guilty. Uh, I don't I don't think he's. But I'm saying <laughs> most of them of are what, saying though? they're saying like I'm not sure if he's guilty, but I don't like him enough to defend him. So I I didn't after the Aoki Hagata video, which is the Japanese forest video. I just like I had like such a bitter taste in my mouth whenever anything about him came up. It just is always and it's uh, you know it's unfortunate. I I understand what you're saying, Mary, for sure. Um, I also understand what you're saying, Brett, too, is that like you can't necessarily be responsible, but like it's it's so difficult for me to feel bad for this dude. Like, yeah, you don't need so to. But, but here's the, you don't need to yeah, feel f- bad and also admit someone True. Isn't, isn't responsible. legally responsible. Yeah. for sure, for sure. And he's I don't not think legally responsible. I think no. he's ethically sure. It's I'll ethically ban- it's, it's morally bankrupt. And I it's, think it's, it's worse that he adopted a pig in the first. Well, no, place. I think yeah. so. You're saying he's ethically he's ethically bankrupt in doing it in the first place, not the second part. The second part he couldn't. There was the whole thing. From the being, from like to adopt a teacup pig, which you can just look up online and Google pretty quickly and realize, oh, this is not real. Mm -hmm. This isn't, this is not a, for someone who's, you know, I'm assuming online a lot, you know? You know what would be cooler for Tate and, uh, for Tate and Logan Paul? Have their publicists fight. (laughs) <laughs> like like in the like I'm I'm done with the influencer era. I don't know if Andrew I want Tate them, has I, one. That's what I'm saying. It's funnier if they have them and they're both just dorky looking guys who look like they graduated from Berkeley <laughs> and they like they push their glasses up and they're like they're like, let's fight. Like let's do that. Let's get like let's Dude, get he the He just t- needs to go into an actual UFC octagon. Yeah. Enough of the celebrity boxing. I mean they were about to, but then pillows. the New World Order stopped it. Yeah, the Matrix cracked down. So I think Andrew Tate just wanted to avenge Pearl. Yeah. That's, that's what I think. Yeah, I, think I so just too. think it's it's funny to think of him in his cell. Like everyone in the comments, like neither none of these people have been to prison. Like of course, no, I have not been to to jail. But, hey, you don't know my history. But um, <laughs> but in general, but I have been to rehab, and they didn't allow you phones there. But the point is, is like yeah, he might have a phone in there. But it's funnier if he doesn't. It's yeah, funnier definitely. if he doesn't have a phone, and he's <laughs> dictating to his lawyer. All right, I want you to tweet this, and I want you to tweet this, and I want you to tweet this, and the lawyer's like, uh, okay, like some high price legal dude is just like well that seems stupid but if you're paying me I guess that's fine I wonder if it's like a simple machine learning AI that just put on all of Andrew Tate's tweets and video content that just speaks like Andrew Tate and you can just feed it information like a couple parameters and it just makes him all this non-stop <laughs> Cobra Tate content that'd be even better <laughs> Cobra Tate content yeah. once he's out I know that they're gonna they're gonna follow up on that Ooh, once he's fight. out, think he's getting oh, out. They, think, they, they rejected his recent his recent appeal to get out early. Yeah, and they're they, doing they, more raids as we speak. Yeah, they, so he's still they in jail. Some of his stuff. Yep. Again. They, he'll he'll get out eventually, Not and then await trial. Right? Maybe. So the way we'll it sounds like it works over there is here we have innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. They won't put you in jail until they have some kind of evidence. There they have a suspicion. So he's in jail, and while while they look. 
for the evidence. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what you get when you go to, to a country there. like Romania. Mm-hmm. They don't. You don't have rights there. Yeah. It's not a thing. Hide, hide all the evidence in the Bugattis. Is it Romania <laughs> with the vampires? Hide the Bugattis. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Quick. That's like, all the documents are there, and he's just banking on them being really corrupt and stealing them. So that way, <laughs> yeah, the evidence yeah, yeah. goes missing. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that was really telling about it is when they raided it, you know, to say if the, whoever has watched the video, uh, they have all the press with them and everything like that. And you don't see anything overtly uh, criminal, at least when it's when the first raid is happening. I think they found like some handguns and stuff, which apparently are um, very illegal in Romania oh, yeah. to possess, yeah. uh, which is probably going to be some of the larger charges that he'll be facing. Because they would always talk about whenever he would do videos, he would talk about how it's like, if you break into a, into our compound, he's like, we have knives. And like, he would never mention yeah, firearms. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because he understands a lot about that. But I don't think that if... Like, if they broke in there and there was a lot of highly illegal stuff going on, he really had, like, women chained to the bait, like, to the, these, like, you know, like, to the, chained down into the, in the basement or whatever in a dungeon. The cam girl dungeon. I yeah, still can't you'd, get over you'd the... You'd see it. It'd be, it'd be, I'd be, like, you know, I mean, what it really news. looks like is, like, I just confiscated your passport and you can get it back when you reach, like, this benchmark of profit for right. me. Correct. That's what that really Correct. looks like. Have you ever mm-hmm. seen those content creator farms in, like, oh, China? That's, that's just crazy. Or, yeah, mainly China. Where it's, so like, you get, like, a foot of space on either yeah. side? Well, some people say that those are, like, private businesses where influencers rent the space for yeah. a period of time to do, like, TikTok live streams. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They have, like, a light, an outlet, and everything. Yeah. But what if, like, what you if know, it's that's not just that. what I'm thinking it was... What if that's what we're told it is? <laughs> right. But what, I mean, that's Very what true. I think. With his, what if that was just his operation? I still can't get over the the one the claim where she's like, "We were just sitting in bed, and then he just turned and punched me." I'm like, "There's got to be more to yeah, that." Yeah, the claims, like, the claims. I, I looked into the claims after the Eliza Blue episode, and I was just like, "What? Like for real? Like I don't know yeah. I, if you even." And I've I'd watched. Uh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm like I'm not in Hustlers. You, you know? <laughs> I, I'm not a member of the War Room, mm-hmm. but I, I watch enough like Schwartz and et cetera of Andrew Tate to be like. There's no way he would do that. Like, who who would do that? Why he knows that if he were to do something like that, he's highly likely to be, you know, in the situation he's currently in. Yeah. Why would he just, you know, like wake in the morning and just be like, you know what, bam, just hit hit some girl? And like, that wouldn't make it wouldn't make or, any sense. We're all wrong, and he's the next yeah. Epstein. Or we're wrong. <laughs> and I'm waiting for the preponderance of evidence when there's when there's evidence that shows that he did these things. Fine, if you did these things, yeah, despicable. Lock the guy up. But yep. and if there's not, if you're just gonna an accusation is not credible evidence just to say that someone did this is right. like that but that's where we're in right now that's what cancer culture is oh you did this like now it's time to face believe the, all victims yeah. whatever mm-hmm. it is yeah you know. it's uh it's it's kind of like have you ever heard the old bill burr skit where he talks about how like when how rihanna got the the lumped up photo and he talks oh yeah and he, and he talks about it because do you think that he was just standing there and just decided yeah. to punch her in the face or do you think that they were yeah. in the middle of some epic end of the relationship fight and she said something crazy to him and yeah. it doesn't excuse what he did but it's like when you hear only one side of the story like we were just laying in bed and then yeah. all of a sudden he just smacked me in the face i'm like you can tell me that you said something awful to him it's it's still wrong that he did that like yes, you don't need exactly. to you don't need to censor your side of the story if you said like oh i don't give up about you like like that's that's doesn't mean what he did is right you don't need to yeah. censor yourself mm-hmm. if anything it just proves that he doesn't have the impulse control and he doesn't right. live by the convictions right. that mm-hmm. he claims to live by so like it, it, i actually think it does more of a disservice to not tell right. the whole story because there isn't any reason to do that it's like that's what bill Bill burr says he goes he goes there's a thousand reasons to hit a woman you just don't do it somebody somebody chatted they said he was sleep boxing (laughs) 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 
Francisco Sanchez Jr. said, the last series I watched to completion was Watchmen, barf, but my top three of the 21st century would be The Shield, The Wire, and The Leftovers. Honorable mentions to Justified and Terriers. Uh, every single one of those was freaking awesome. The Shield and The Wire especially, and Justified especially, are three of my favorite shows of all time. They're making a Justified continuation right now, a 10-episode limited series. Uh, called Justified Primeval. That is going to take place in Detroit. It's based on another one of Elmore Leonard's works. Uh, unfortunately, I don't believe it's going to have Walton Goggins in it, which is a problem because he's really the he's the mm. second part of that show that really makes that show work. So, uh, yeah, those three those are three absolutely huge uh, huge wins as far as shows go. Potatoes for Seamus said, "Hi, Brett, Mary, and Kellen, but most of all, Surge." Oh. That's sweet. Jeez. Hey, man. What's <laughs> up, Potato Man? <laughs> Magic Conch said, make my Aussie friends say aerator all the time. LOL. It's Mary's turn. I don't even know what that, Aerata. how to pronounce that in Aerata. an American accent. Aerata. Let alone in an Australian accent. Let alone Australian. Aerator. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, something like that. Corey Anderson said, Sean, Mary is an angel sent by God, and as a Christian, I shall heed her warns. <laughs> I mean, warning. Maybe there's a, 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 like a character limit there. <laughs> yeah, there might be. Uh, Corey Anderson also said, in regards to Pearl, Brett Cooper has a video about it. Paul is innocent of harm. I just disagree. I don't think that you should be adopting animals if you are essentially planning to yeah, get rid of them. People make mistakes. But people saying he's not responsible or not saying that doesn't mean he's good. You mm -hmm. can be. Yeah, I know. I don't care about. Like, he, context aside, he did something wrong. He's still guilty. Right. In my Same opinion. with Andrew Tate. Yeah, but you're, there's conflation there that you're conflating like he's, he's guilty of the harm of the pig, but you're saying he's guilty of irresponsibly purchasing something, and those aren't the same things. No, there's consequences to your actions. That's a. And a core element of whether it's a moral action or not is what results from it. Your, there's your intention, there's what you actually did on the surface, and there's what happens afterwards. Okay. All three he, of those things mixed together. If the first and place you get, he had gone is to, this a moral thing to do or not? If the first place he had gone to and that and that was the place that mistreated the pig, I would I would believe more. I would believe that more. But not when it's re been rehomed and he has it's like six degrees of separation. Right? right. He didn't make that choice. But he also, made the choice to buy an animal with impulsive. For clout. Intentions to get clout on Instagram, and that's TikTok. That's bad, but that's not. The it's not same the same thing, thing as mistreating the animal yeah. yourself. Mm. Yeah, it is because he intended to get rid of it. Of course, yeah. But did he say that? Did he say he intended to get rid of it, or just that he decided to? That's move what these influencers do every time. Uh, that's I, not a strong argument for you. I know, like I'm you can't saying, generalize and apply that to Logan Paul. I I'm mean, not a saying lot of Logan Paul's a good dude. I just, I just disagree in this. Buy in exotic this animals yeah. because they can. But I would argue Logan Paul, with how famous he is, has even less time to take care of a pig. And the responsible thing to do was to give it a better home. Yeah, the like, responsible like, thing I, to do was obviously to not. Not buy Of the course, of course. But that's not what this is. You know, that's a separate issue. Mm. It's yeah, not really a separate issue. It is a separate I, issue. I, it is a separate issue, I think. Whether he should have bought it or not yeah, is a separate, separate issue. Than, like he, he's, made, he's made this decision. Now he has to make another decision. The decision he made led to a good home that eventually led to a bad home because of the consequences of that business going out of business. Mm -hmm. I don't think those are the same thing. Mm. Yeah, okay. and I know he has a lot of money, but that does not necessarily mean. And I'm not saying he's a good dude. He's I mean, I, I think you guys care a lot more about absolving Logan Paul than anything. <laughs> I, I don't really even play care. Fair, you know, like he shouldn't have got like influencers do not go and buy exotic animals. Yeah. Look at Tiger. Click it. Should have sold him to Tiger King. That's it doesn't like it doesn't pan out. 
now if you are to do it do your research before rehoming these animals i mean i wouldn't i would trust the pig with someone else more than i would with logan paul yeah it's it's like what are we gonna do he already has the pig he already went out and made that dumb decision to adopt it right it's a, it's another whole decision like brett mm-hmm. said you know so okay. i don't know i don't think he's wrong for rehoming it shouldn't have gotten it in the first place but i don't think it's logan's he didn't endanger that pig in my opinion hmm. carnell said animals are not here to produce for us they're here with their own intrinsic value and right to life that is all I don't even know if I agree with that either. That sounds um, like some PETA stuff. <laughs> I, I do believe animals are here for us, but I also think they have intrinsic value. I don't mm, think I agree. they have a right to life in every situation. Yeah, because for, for me, that, that comes down to like, you know, there there does come a point where human life trumps an animal life. And if you don't yeah. think that, it's like... Yeah. Have you ever seen that, like those it's videos? It's like me, it's me, me eating two burgers to make sure a vegetarian doesn't make any difference in the world today. <laughs> no. We're gonna love Gordon Ramsay's take <laughs> on on vegetarians. Johnny Derp said, "Carnell ant farm ants farm aphids get aphids. over it aphids. aphids? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They farm little. Um, if you're in, everyone's in like a plant, they have little green little guys that live on the plant. They're um, they're called aphids." Ants literally farm them and mm. uh, use them, or they give them food and take care of them and herd them and everything, and keep them in their own little area inside the ant farm or the ant farm, the ant hill, um, to get the sweet nectar that those little guys make when oh. they eat their food and they like they basically poop out this nectar. And the ants think of it as a delicacy, kind of like how we think about um, like fish eggs as delicacy, or whatever. So, yeah. yeah, they really do do that. It's real. John S. said, yo, whatever happened to that Avatar The Last Airbender Netflix project? They aren't working with the OG showrunners, but is it dead dead? Anyone know? I haven't seen any updates on that. I haven't either. Like I knew it was supposed for... to be live action, but uh, Ugh, live I, action. If, it, if it is possibly dead, I'm happy about that because I knew that they were going to mess it up. They're yeah. waiting for James Cameron's Avatar to get out of the news cycle because of the uh, name. Well, how can they try it all over again when live action M. Night Shyamalan Avatar The Last Airbender already was a miserable failure that was in theaters uh, at the same time as the first Avatar movie from James Cameron. Yep. At, like It was so confusing because back then you'd be like, I went and saw Avatar over the weekend and someone was like, oh, which one? Blue people or blue arrow that. on his head? What guy. a time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> What a time to be alive. We all miss 2009. Anyway, <laughs> we're moving on to Gordon Ramsay and his uh, interesting parenting style with his kids. It seems like uh, he's continuing our ongoing discussion about celebrity nepotism and nepo babies. And uh, Gordon Ramsay seems hell-bent on avoiding producing his own five kids into Nepo babies. And he has strict rules about not giving them special treatment. No inheritance for you. Yeah, so one of them is no inheritance for any of the children. He said, it's definitely not going to them. And that's not in a mean way. It's, not, it's to not spoil them. The I don't only think the thing kids I've will take it any other way. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't think the kids will take it any other way than mean. I'm just no. saying. If I and was then the he kid. said, the only thing I've agreed with Tana, his wife, is that they get a 25% deposit on a flat, but not the whole flat. And he also has a rule that he will not employ his children at his own restaurants. He said, I don't want the staff thinking, F, it's Ramsey's kid. We can't tell them off. Yeah. You, can't, you want to work in this business. You F off to another chef. Learn something different and come back with something new to improve the business. I love it. 
Um, that is probably true. They I would feel it. like they can't reprimand the kids because, mm, you know, true. they would get a talking to from the boss. I, I love it. I love it. Jackie Chan also did this. He, yeah. His kids don't get any any money from, from when he passes on. I uh, don't mm-hmm. I don't like this because I think that generational wealth and inherited wealth is and was always and is still what makes the world go round. And I would say, like, is this one of those things where it's like they don't get the wealth, but do they get to run like a charity? Like, do they get to run there's some charity? Something. There's like there's there's a way that rich people get around this. To I'm to, sure they've well, gone to excellent schools and yes. had excellent possessions. All these kids yes. are always gonna have a leg up, even if he gave yeah. them zero dollars, zero property. They got the name. They've got the name. Not only the connections that, that come with it. Yep. They've got the fa- like in the chef world in in the cooking world, your father's Gordon Ramsay. Yep. As long as you spend a little bit of time in the kitchen with him, yeah. you're going to be a really good chef and that's like that's what I was saying about nepotism isn't inherently bad because it's just furthering your skills. Like humans have done that for generations, for oh, thousands I, of years. I love know? it when, when these actors actually rise above the expectations that are set for them and do really, really well. Like, I love to see it work out for them. Yeah. I just laugh at them when they get really, really defensive about it. Like, they should learn to embrace it. And just It's hard because, like, when the question's lobbed at you every time they have to do one of these interviews, well, your dad is this person, your mom is this person, that has to be tiring and annoying to, to have to deal with all the time. Sure. But something like this is probably the better the better outset, right? Is the kids... Uh, I, I don't know if I, I agree with the idea of not giving them all, any money, like any inheritance well, at all. He when, is. When they he's pass. saying if they go move out, he's giving them, what, a 25% of... He's given uh, them a down Shaq, deposit. Yeah. Shaq also yeah. said that I remember Shaq saying he, his kids don't get any of his inheritance unless they get two college degrees, which wow. is hilariously worthless. Like you're making them spend your it's money. It's a very pedestrian idea of how yeah. you get ahead in life these days. Yeah. So, so he's like, they likely would be better off just like working with their dad and finding yeah. something they're interested in and allowing that relationship to open doors for them than going and get two useless degrees that maybe they don't have any interest in. They're just doing it so they can get ha- their hands on their dad's money yeah. when he passes right. on right. right yeah i agree um i i just uh i don't know where he plans to put this money then if it's not with his family members yeah where does with it him. go where does it go it's his it's, it's when he, when he, he dies when he where does the money it? go i mean he's got worse all, if it goes to charities he's probably, way to charities, worse if it goes to it's charities it's just gonna pay the salaries of a bunch of useless hr reps yeah <laughs> dude. i mean he's got sure. like a bunch of different like entities that are pretty much autonomous <sighs> at this point you know what he should do is he, he should donate it to that remember, do you remember when burger king read that ran that really hilarious twitter ad that said women belong in the kitchen uh, yeah. and it was oh, for yeah, their it was yeah, for like yeah. their pilot program to get women to become chefs and then they got epic backlash for making a post that said women belong in the kitchen he should donate all of it to that yeah to, yeah. to the burger king Perfect pilot ending. program yeah yeah like uh like or he could start like an anti-nepotism charity that he donates it all to <laughs> like uh like uh it's like a cha- it's like a no it's like a, it's like a program where people with famous chill like parents go to learn any skill but the one their parents do <laughs> <laughs> well like you go if you're an actor you go there to become like a computer engineer or something oh yeah yeah, like Bill Gates' kids go to become coal miners. Yeah, perfect. Let's go. <laughs> I think when nepotism started to become a discouraged, stigmatized thing in mm. American society because we are so hyper-focused on meritocracy, then what replaced it was affirmative action. Yeah. And whether you like it or not, people who don't deserve the things they have are going to have those things. People are 
going to like bad people get good things in life good good people get bad outcomes in life and that just happens and we need to like make peace with that and then the idea that nepotism babies exist will anger you a lot less and it's it's one of the worst like that envy is one of the prevailing factors in american culture right now mm. first of all like mm. as somebody in the chat made like here comes brett with like a cringe dave ramsey take uh, and <laughs> don't buy lattes and avocado yes. toast maybe then you'd be able to put a down payment on a house millennial. i didn't have a, i don't have oh. a cringe i don't have my own cringe dave ramsey take but he he did say like i didn't he say that like only eight percent of the millionaires in america were uh inherited and like it's usually gone within a generation anyways so the idea that you're, you think that everyone who's got millions of dollars in america got it because their mm. family was rich no that's not how it works. Maybe American aristocracy doesn't reflect other yeah. cultures because you obviously think? royalty in the UK, for instance, is like, uh, at least before modernity, it was an evergreen thing that they mm -hmm. were always mm -hmm. going to have their wealth. There's no way it was just going to disappear without modernity yeah. coming in to shake it up and disrupt it. And I get really upset when people like I just don't like the envy. Like when people get really mad at other people for their because their family had money or had status. I'm like, so what? Right. Like that's worry about your own problems. Right. And like it's it's just an excuse. It's a further promotion of the idea here that we don't promote a spot aspiration or achievement anymore mm -hmm. yep. we we promote envy and tearing other people down so you can feel better about yourself right uh what gordon ramsay's doing is actually i think admirable other than the fact that i don't want to know like i don't know where the money would end up going and it's not our business anyways it's not our business well he's where talking his money about goes, it publicly but he's talking about it yeah. exactly so another thing that he said was him and his wife travel first class and they have their children travel in economy <laughs> oh, based I he said, that. I turn left with Tana and they turn right. And I say to the chief stewardess, make sure those little beeps don't come anywhere near us. I, I want to sleep on this plane. I love it. I worked my effing arse off to sit that close to the pilot. And you appreciate it more when you've grafted wow. for he it. He literally brings the screaming baby on the plane and puts mm -hmm. it next to someone else. I <laughs> hope not when they were that young. But like this does give me James Corden vibes. Yeah. Like he had his wife and baby sitting in business class while he was in first oh my God. and then nobody oh, knew that Gordon. they were married but <laughs> eventually his wife was upset because the baby was like just crying and she went up to first class to sit with him and, and he, no one no her. one around them knew that they were married yet but he just kind of like turned away and slept Ugh. and ignored her oh and then God. once the flight ended they realized because she asked for his help like getting the luggage out of the overhead bin and he wouldn't help her while she was like holding their wow. baby wow and they were like wow this guy is a douche canoe <laughs> they, just, they just realized Dude, yeah like I, I i love the idea like when they go out to eat he makes them get like stuff from the dollar menu and he gets like like actual food yeah it's just <laughs> that's where you lose me like that's i, I don't know about that it's, it, it, plus I, i'm not gonna lie a lot of this feels like rehearsed like it's like oh yeah. i don't i don't coddle my kids like he probably does coddle his but kids. they have like the best health care yeah. i'm sure they have the, they have mm -hmm. wonderful insurance etc etc i'm sure they don't drive terrible cars <laughs> it, 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 yeah. it, this there's like it's like it's some of it's performative i'm sure um but at least you can say that gordon ramsay is uh is true to his character to some degree you know what i mean he's true to like the way that he is in like the kitchen if you've seen you've seen the shows with the children and etc he's obviously not a, a horrible dude um but you know uh, i'm just glad i'm just glad to hear that james corden is 
<laughs> yes, yeah. that's all that I'm happy. Yes, to hear. totally deserved. No, nah, not a fan. Maybe, yeah. maybe Shaq's kids go to Hustler U. Maybe, maybe that's where that counts. Uh, the Donda School. They get they get oh, a crypto. They, they get a school, degree yeah. in cryptocurrency trading from from Hustlers U. Then they get their yeah. masters at Prager U. At, yeah, <laughs> and then in the but no, and their kids go to Donda Academy. When there we go. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it's the cycle of not actually school life. And then it's, when when they're finished it. there, they join the war room. For like five grand a month or whatever Perfect. it is, not five, five grand a year, I think. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm hoping that um, that Gordon Ramsay actually holds true to this, but I don't know if he should not give the kids anything. Like, like I said, I really, well, he it's is. not my business, but I don't want some HR rep and a bunch of uh, officers that are run some charity getting a bunch of money while his kids get nothing. Paying for mm. a quarter of your each child's house is huge. Yeah, I mean that's that's he a said huge flat, like a, not house. That's an a flat's an apartment right? yeah but they're yeah. living in the city and probably really good fair, areas. yeah yeah they're not living out in the, out yeah. in the sticks fair enough yeah. uh i think i think he's on to something here and more so maybe this will be the next celebrity trend just like all the, and then tiktok will have like all just the tiktok influencers children. will have to start like <laughs> making sure it doesn't become a thing because they don't want their parents to start mm-hmm. like cutting them off like it'll be the new celebrity trend to cut your kids off and <laughs> use your kids as know. like oh, i'm a, i'm not i'm not some pushover i i discipline my kids <laughs> i hope so I, I want to see those TikToks being released of them like saying, "My dad, like he was so horrible." Actually, to you know what? Guys. Remember it's when like we were eating cake in front of your kids while they got like, broccoli <laughs> on their plates? When, when we were talking about like the celebrity, like the the uh, cele- everyone was going, "Mom, so and so dead at 35." Like we need a, a, a trend where rich parents go to their kids and. and Film TikTok videos saying I'm cutting you out of the inheritance oh. just to watch the kids' reactions. I would download a TikTok <laughs> tomorrow if that was content on TikTok. Seriously, and I've I bet been, it is. Honestly. I've been a stalwart, like anti TikTok, anti Douyin person for <laughs> years, even before TikTok was in the United States when Douyin was in Singapore. Like I, instead of like just excusing your grandparents' crazy statements, they're like go up and confront them. Yeah, be like, hey, today we're uh, we're gonna great. confront my mother who's been saying some wild stuff lately. Yeah, if we, <laughs> if we can, out. if we can make TikTok more like the Jerry Springer show, I'm there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the first to sign up. Let's go. All right, I got some super. Ch- we got a couple of super chats there. All right, let's go to super chats. John S. Or I'm sorry, Bobcat said, "Let's give a shout out to the real brains behind the Timcast Media Empire, Roberto Buck Buck." <laughs> See, that's an example of somebody uh, owning pets and cherishing the pets, Roberto, yes. and all the and like. There's actual like employees here taking care of chickens mm-hmm. because it's actually something that you care about. It's actually something you want well, to take care of. Well, to be fair, we care about food they produce uh, everyone's true. like it's like but then the eggs would get cut off that's why animals that. are here for us yeah. mm, true mark reyes said the quartering report on the pig thing yesterday and logan paul has a history of adopting and then getting rid of animals also if the pig thing was an isolated incident he wouldn't be at fault yeah if, if he's if, it's, if he's got a history of doing it then it becomes an inevitable outcome that could have been avoided and then yeah I would say that there's more blame to be put on him there but if it's a that's if why it's I say sing- it's his intent if to- it's a singular isolated incident I would disagree yeah okay all right uh, we are moving on guys oh. I, I want to talk a little bit about Gwen Stefani this, this article was... You wouldn't have this. expected this, guys. Yes, okay. So this was an article that came out the other day because she had an interview recently where she... Uh, first of all, some baby-brained, extremely bad-acting reporters baby made these brain. comments. They're baby Okay, look. Th- these are l- room-temperature IQ bad actors <laughs> who did this on purpose to start 
to start S, as they would say. So it says, Gwen Stefani lashes out at the cultural appropriation accusations as she claims she's Japanese. Look, only an extremely maladjusted, maladapted, evil person would assume, or they have a room temperature IQ, that when she said this, that's what she meant. I'm actually Japanese. No. She did not mean that. What she's saying is that she was inspired by Japanese culture. She talks Mm -hmm. about how her dad worked for Yamaha for 18, so they traveled to Japan on a regular basis, right? Mm -hmm. You you have to be just looking for a soundbite. I kind of had the same feeling when Jennifer Lawrence made the stupid comment about, uh, I was the first female action star. I don't buy that she thought that was true either. I think she said something mm-hmm. stupid and then people who are out there to get sound bites and get clicks misinterpret something on purpose because they're evil, right? Yeah, yeah. So to, to me, like th- that was the first thing that stuck out to me. So she claims that she was, is it, how do you pronounce it again? Harajuku? Harajuku. Okay, so yeah. we heard, okay. Like, look, the 90s was way better. The 90s was way better. <laughs> and we were in a more culturally, we were in a more culturally harmonious time. than. Oh, yeah. The, than, do you, do you yeah? guys remember the era she had where she would just fo- like have these two Japanese models follow her around to all of her that. media yeah, appearances? Like four or five. Yeah, yeah and that she like, had weird. this whole posse and then they would be backup dancers in her music videos and that mm-hmm. got compared to a minstrel show, which is, yeah, which is ridiculous. It, it shows how racist you are if you really think that. If you really look at that and think, oh, you're just making these Japanese girls be your minstrels. It's like, what? Well, it's the Oppression Olympics. Everyone's a player in them. What if she had only white backup dancers? Then then you're racist for that. Or if you have just one Asian backup dancer tokenizing them. Right, yeah. So she says... You can't win. (laughs) She says, she recounted, my God, I'm Japanese and I didn't even know, and I didn't know it. She then doubled down on her statement, telling the interviewer, I am, you know. In the same interview, uh, Stefani credited her dad, who, by the way, is Italian-American, the cause of her Japanese influence. Look, I don't disagree that what she said was stupid, but I don't think that anyone actually believes that that's what she meant. I think she's poorly communicating with people. I don't even think that what she's saying is stupid. I think it makes a lot of sense if you're exposed to a certain culture while you're growing up, then yes. you're going to be a part of it in a way, and it's going to be a part of you. I agree they in don't the want sense. racial harmony. I was no, just they want say, separate but equal. I agree in the sense that she didn't mean verbatim what the quote is here. Yeah. But at the same time, there's people that definitely believe that's what she means. Like you have now been taught that you can't even appreciate culture that isn't yours. Oh yeah. Or it's know. cultural appropriation. It's like. Dude, that's exactly. We are not harmonious anymore because if you even say you like anything that's not from your stereotypical, what you're supposed to like and what you're supposed to do, yeah. if you like something that's different, what is she supposed then you're to like? in trouble. That's, she's Italian, so she's supposed to like they, they The Godfather her, and, and cannolis. Like, right. yeah. Kick rocks, dude. Yeah, dude. The whole point of dude, the, uh, the Great American Melting saw, Pot was that you're supposed to be influenced by other cultures, not just your own. I right? had, I think it was ABC News on. You know, I like to turn on sometimes the just mainstream news on my computer and have it just playing while I'm doing something else and this story came up and there was a panel of three women and they're all like oh my god this is the worst thing to ever happen to us she is all the harm and violence that she's doing to people yeah. but and I'm like what what the f am I listening to right now mm-hmm. and I'm like oh well I shouldn't have it's my own fault for <laughs> clicking ABC. ABC yeah, yeah right. but it's it's like yes maybe it's in bad taste but to call her then racist, to say that what she's doing it's is absurd. violence. Yeah. It's absurd. It, I, I think she speaks about it with nothing but glowing. Yeah, the language that she lashed out is mm. absolutely insane because all she said was, 
it should be okay to be inspired by other cultures because if we're not allowed, then that's dividing people, right? right. She yeah. said it was like, a beautiful time amen. for creativity. And then this was compared to Avril Lavigne's yeah. song, Hello Kitty, in like 2014. Oh, she had this that. music video for it that was very highly criticized mm -hmm. uh, because that was s sort of when the cultural appropriation conversation was ramping up yeah, 2014 2015 mm -hmm. and that's why i think the debate about cultural appropriation has been dead and gone for some time now it's just it feels outdated and i say if globalism is the future whether we like that or not then the blending and ultimately the erasure of different cultures is is the only way that that goal is achieved without atrocities happening, without mm -hmm. bloodshed happening, to be totally honest. Maybe not erasure, but, but blending. Because if, erasure would be like as if we're getting rid of these things. And I think the thing about cultural appropriation is we're, we're taking aspects and then like magnifying them in a particular way or a way that's, you know, meaningful to us. And I mean, I'm, I'm a third culture kid. When I was going through high school in 2010 in Singapore, like I was told all the time, like you're the you're the uh, future generation of the we're a future citizen of the world. You're a third culture kid, which means that like my parents' culture is different than the culture that I'm growing up in. Therefore, I form a third culture because I'm taking aspects of this mm -hmm. culture and this culture to form myself. We call yeah, I think the term that we would use a lot in America is first generation. So you're first yeah. generation blank american right because exactly. your parents had a completely right. different upbringing right so yeah. I, I would say in in the british speak i'd say i'm second generation immigrant right okay. like, i'm a, this is technically the second generation because my parents were the immigration or the immigrants in yeah. the first the first case and i'm the second generation of those immigrants but anyways it's it's like i just don't understand how if if i'm supposed to be you know or if, if anyone who else who has who's lived this kind of situation is supposed to be like like you said, the future citizens of the world of this global, you know, world order or whatever. I'm not. not how to be a anything. global citizen? Yeah, if yeah. that's if that's supposed to be the future, then how how are we going to have like what they say like describing her as the because queen of cultural appropriation? Like cultural appropriation well, doesn't exist. I, I've thought about this a it's lot too. Between mocking and then celebrating, and I think that's a huge thing. And if you are if you're stuck in this mentality that you can only mock things and you can only it says more about them. Yeah, it says more about the person doing it than or saying it and accusing yeah. it than it does yeah. but the, the the reality of the situation which is that like Stefani's clearly influenced by her time in uh, in Akihabara and Harajuku in uh, the Harajuku culture in in Tokyo like why can't she be about it? Yeah. Why why it, she's go oh, cuz she's supposed to be like ignorant to it and be like no, I'm only American, I'm only Italian. That's like some weird Ku Klux Klan stuff where you're like you better stick to your kind. Like what, what are you talking <laughs> well, they, about? They, it's weird, dude. She talks about how it was a beautiful time for creativity. And what I'm thinking of is at that time was it Chris Rock who had the jokes that the the the, the, the no, it's Dave Chappelle says the best golfers black and the best rappers white. Yeah, we yeah. were a we were a far more racially harmonious society because there weren't these weirdo yeah. psychopaths yeah, on true. Twitter culturally True. enforcing yeah, well, their own views on the entire world through sh through ridicule shame and a weird sense well that's of the best part importance. tiger woods was just tiger woods yes. it wasn't the first african-american golfer mm -hmm. to do x y exactly. and z he was just tiger freaking woods and everyone nice knew him his and record spoke for itself yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and you know but i i have been thinking about this a lot and like i try to like white pill myself in the sense that you know, with the rise of the internet 20 years ago into the popular culture, with the advancement in technology that we're able to travel all across the world, we need to find a way to navigate this because cultures are going to be blending more and more. And people that weren't exposed to other cultures for thousands of years all of a sudden are, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Like people from all walks of life are walking everywhere across this planet. Mm -hmm. And we need to find a way to navigate this because... 
to just say you can't you have to like be surrounded by everyone but still divide yourself like that makes no sense to me you people are gonna have to find a way to mesh and fuse cultures and the only way to do that is for gwen stefani is is to you know actually uh what I'm looking for. Nuance she shouldn't feel ashamed what, with, of what she enjoys and mm-hmm. what she finds beautiful. Nuance yeah. is the only way to do this. Take everything as a case-by-case basis. Yeah. When you assume off the bat negative intent, you stop anything from ever growing at all. Right. And it's over something as so silly as, like you said, the, with the backup dancer thing. Like, there's things that you, could, that you could make comments on that certainly sound kind of ridiculous, but she's a celebrity. She's, she's celebrities a, she, are ridiculous. Celebrities right. are ridiculous people, but we live in a in a world now, in a culture now, where anything outside of staying in, stay in your lane is looked at in a negative way. I, I even saw some people drawing a distinction between Avril Lavigne's video for Hello Kitty and then Gwen Stefani's like Harajuku girls because they said Avril Lavigne had bad pronunciation of all these Japanese words and she was just commercializing it. She doesn't really appreciate the culture, and it's like. Honestly, whether you appreciate the culture that it comes from or you have no regard for it whatsoever, what you're doing is either way, completely harmless, mm-hmm. completely harmless. No one is hurt mm-hmm. by Avril Lavigne not understanding the depth yeah. of, of Japanese culture. Like it does right. not ultimately matter. There are bigger problems to worry about. Do you remember that video that went viral? It was seemingly innocuous a few weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago, where a guy had a sombrero on, a white dude. It was Will oh, Witt. Yeah. Yeah. And he's walking Witt, around uh, the United States Prager, and people were getting mad at him. And then he goes to like an actual town in Mexico and people are like, hey, I like the hat. You know, yeah. like awesome, dude. And it goes yeah. to show that Americans just want to be victims and they look to... I shouldn't even say Americans. The, f- the first world, like the world powers, if you're one of those countries, England, Australia, uh, Russia, China, US, like you're always constantly trying to be the victim. And I don't know if it's because we've been on top for so long as the culture yeah mm-hmm. or what but yeah. you know you know you're not even supposed to call it the third world now is you're that supposed right to say the global south yeah <laughs> which is ironically so much worse but and i you know what, i want to bring that up because someone in the chat was said that a mocking southerners by making by mi- using the the stereotypical ku klux klan like southerner alabama whatever again. accent don't let them cancel the, the, you yeah i'm not gonna let you cancel me because the point of it that i'm the reason i'm saying is because i'm making fun of i'm lampooning how ridiculous it is to sound like that <laughs> I, I, it doesn't it's not real it no someone's real. gonna clip that you now a, that might have it's, been a worse bird no than the no not at all it's it's not it's a caricature it's a caricature <laughs> right, if you're right. making a character out like that's the point like the, the point is it's like i'm not mocking you you know yeah. like yo i'm not mocking you it's not the the, the point that i'm making yeah. is that like it's a ridiculous notion to have that like you wouldn't associate those things together saying like oh you you're like literally standing racial segregation like what like no one's done that since like you know I mean, maybe some people do that but you know what well, I think I think racists should go to a different water fountain <laughs> yeah I, I think they should have a different God. water fountain it's the other thing that's funny about this is like <laughs> so for her so, like, imagine like racist we, segregation, racist segregation. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah, we live in a culture now where we we like everything is about pride, and we yeah. have you're supposed to have uh, extreme pride in your culture, unless you're uh, a white chick 
than, than what she's supposed to be proud of. So she can't celebrate other cultures. She's told not yeah. to be proud of her own culture. She right. should just kind of exist there and be miserable like the rest of the people on right. Twitter. That's what yeah. they want. Well, if yeah. she were like, I'm proud of being Italian, they'd be like, you're not Italian. You're American. Yeah. Yeah. You like, They would get mad no, either no, way. They wouldn't be. I don't even know if I agree with that because I think that to them, they just see it all as one. They don't even like to distinguish that far. You're just a white chick. Like yeah. you're a white yeah. chick and you shouldn't be proud of the fact that you're a white chick because that's white supremacy and racism. Mm -hmm. Well, she's like, well, I actually, I I'm a big fan of Japanese. Oh, can't be a fan of Japanese culture. That's cultural appropriation. It's literally designed it to just no make sense. everyone freaking miserable all the time. Yeah, it makes it's like, no sense. It, it's, there's no happiness. There's no joy. And it's all Mindy Kaling's fault too for making <laughs> the stuff she's making. Her and this absolute room temperature IQ loser who wrote this article. Somehow yeah. all of this is Mindy Kaling's it's fault. It's all Mindy Kaling's fault somehow. <laughs> We'll blame her. Yes. Yeah, her name's Mindy. What did you expect? <laughs> yeah. Look, I also, I also have, a, I also have a problem with them. Um, you know, like if you look at the the cover of the of the Mindy project, if you squint and it's like really far away, she looks kind of hot. But then you look closer and she's not hot. Makes what you angry. It? it makes me angry. It's called the cheerleader effect, it's, right? It's false problem. advertising. It's false advertising. That's yeah. Next, that should be a crime. We're about to check <laughs> off a box in pop culture crisis history. We are talking about Ezra Miller again. Oh. He uh, he has reached a plea deal, uh. ladies and gentlemen. He's not going to go to jail. He's pleading guilty to trespassing in this Vermont burglary case. I remember when this came out, it actually was he he broke into an acquaintance's house to steal from their liquor cabinet. Oh, good for him. It was like a neighbor of his that he knew, Bruh. like they talked, it was normal and everything. And at first he said that he got permission to go in the house, but he definitely didn't. And he was just stealing their alcohol. It's like kind of bizarre that he would like steal something so unimportant, but it also shows how, how mentally detached he is. I feel is. like, yeah, if you're like have a tragic moment as a kid, you either become Batman or you become Ezra Miller. Those are the two paths. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, that's, that's really... I would have been cool if he'd gotten in court. He's like, Your Honor, in my defense, I didn't even take the most expensive liquor there. <laughs> yeah, and when I saw the screenshot of him on a Zoom call with his lawyer, I was just like, he he looks like a different person. Like he he doesn't even look like himself right now. I don't know how is he's he going to be luring, starting to make public appearances for the Flash. Is he still luring like uh, children? I guess they're yeah they were underage, right? I mean, no updates on any of that stuff. Just, just this. swept it under the rug. Yep. Mm. And everyone's and it's why I said that that movie will oh. be kind of a litmus test for just how much of a bubble we're in. Like if that movie does gangbusters at the at the box office, it proves that nobody mm -hmm. actually cares that Ezra Miller's a creep around children. They're mm -hmm. going to yeah. go anyways. It just proves that we're we're we are in our own little. Uh, cultural sphere of influence yeah. where we're like, look at this, this is a big deal. And like the first few videos we did on that, I'm like losing my mind. I'm like, why isn't anybody talking about the fact that this guy's dressing up like a cowboy around children and yeah. going yeehaw? Mm -hmm. Like this is a problem. Nobody cares. Right. Yeah. If you pay attention, normies actually don't care about pop culture and they don't care about politics either. No, like more really normies not. care about pop culture than politics. But honestly, yeah. if you go up to anybody randomly, like on the street, they don't care about either one. Or I don't even know what people so are into uninformed. these days. Nothing. That's what, no, like our attitude either, as actually. a country. <laughs> no, our attitude as a country, we're all just so uh, low energy, man. Like yeah. people aren't excited about everything. The passion's gone. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm about to walk out. Well, I'm like the patriotism <laughs> is gone. Like people yeah. say patriotism is problematic. Yeah, but yeah, you know yeah. what? But True. like 
it went away and nothing has replaced it. Mm-hmm. And you need to fill that void. Like we need to be passionate. The state and has it. filled that void. But like, it's not patriotic. The state, like the Republicans loved back in the yeah. day. I know. Well, they it's think, a different type of. Pa- it's it's Marxist patriotism. They think right? rainbow True. colors and vaccines for everyone is what we want. Yeah. And it's like, dude, that's cool. No, like we want to go to the yeah. freaking moon. Do you think this is <laughs> that's why gen- people were happy in the sixties? Yeah. Do you think this 70s. is a Gen Z thing? Like, is does it is it started like it started at above them and it's trickled down to Gen Z? I want to I want to read you like yes, a statement. I, I have I a, fr- a friend of mine is a teacher, and that's it's actually funny that you brought this up because I have a friend who's a teacher who, who we talk a lot about like the state of the youth, and I, he kind of echoes Mary more of what you've talked about with the the condition of Gen Z, and he's talking a lot about. He says. At least partially, I said, I think it's a dopamine overload and instant gratification for yeah. the bones. I think they've disconnected us from society. He says, at least partially, but there is something different about kids in the last five years in particular that I can't explain. You'd have to experience it for yourself. The apathy for everything, the lack yes. of interests, hobbies or passions, and social isolation is indescribable. Yeah. He says, I think their cognitive, de- cognitive development has been altered by technology and social mm-hmm. media in a way that we can't comprehend because we didn't grow up in a time, you know, in a time when it was as relevant. Something that has something in them has fundamentally changed their social emotional capacities. And I think that that's uh, I think that's programmed into our media. So I I just read uh, either I was listening to a podcast or I was listening or reading an article. But basically, if you look at Gen Z and the age group when they were born, how many not only like tragic events have always happened in history, but there's been a lot in the last 30 years. Right, so like the oldest person in Gen Z is around 25 years old, right? So in the last 25 years, there's been a tremendous amount of tragic events. Now, the difference between now and any other period in history, it, it all came right to your phone. It came right, right you to your face in yeah. HD, in 4K video, mm. in clear sound. Yeah. You had people telling you what to think. You had a million channels, a million different angles. This is all brand new. Yeah. And so it's not just we're experiencing these hardships and we're seeing this crazy, terrible, all these terrible things that are happening in the world, but we're getting overloaded. We're getting in. Right. Uh, too much information leads in to apathy this. because yeah. you don't yeah. know. First of all, it's like if you walk down the street and you walk by five people, depending on way, where they get their news, how their social media algorithm is curated, you're living in a completely different world than yeah. that oh, person yeah. is exactly. living in. Yeah, like you don't experience the same reality that mm-hmm. they do because so much of your reality takes place in your phone. Yeah. So it's like no wonder the world's so depressed. There's no cohesion because nobody's living the same reality. I don't know if that's even true because most of the normies I meet, they don't have Twitter. A lot of them don't have TikTok. A lot of them don't even have Instagram. Like they're just not interested in anything. So then what the hell are they all doing? What are they doing when we're not looking at Email jobs. When you say normies, are you you delineating them by like like age though? Because I find like kids that are Gen Z and below have a totally different reality. They definitely have TikTok, yeah. that's a totally different reality. I mean, I, when I was when I was in Hollywood and working in studios with all these Gen Z kids, and there is a there is such a huge divide, and it's like it's like I was telling Kellen about this. It's like 23, 22, 23. It's like I can get along with twenty two, twenty three year olds, but it's like that year. It's like right around that point where like I just don't get like the kids. Are I 18, think it's 19, if you were they're eighteen, nineteen. It's just that I just don't. If your first Get years it. of puberty were during the pandemic, I think oh, yeah, that dude. was the that that was one of the easiest like markers to spot. Mm. It's mm. like the two years of lockdowns. If you were like going through your peak, like I'd say 15, 16 years old. If you were 15 and 16 during those two years of lockdown, that did tremendous damage because you never formed like you didn't have that proper growth period to come from being a child to being like who you are basically going to be as an adult for the, the rest of your life. Like me as a senior in high school was pretty much 
who I was always going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was like a freshman in high school, completely different story. I was yeah, a knucklehead, totally, you know? Totally. The the you can't trust the cops that pull you over because they're racist. You can't trust the opposite sex because of me too. You literally every aspect of what it means to be Danger. a human has been turned into something for you to be afraid of and they're yeah. like, "Why is everyone so upset these yeah, days?" Right, right, I have right. no idea. It's crazy. But it's not well, just What the hell happened to Ezra Miller then? Why is he like but this? You're not, he's a millennial. He's 30. He's my age. Like and he's doing this like as if this like looks cool. Dude. How old is he? <laughs> yeah, I don't doing, know what that dude? is about. That's the real crime. And then <laughs> another thing I wanted to mention, if not just to yeah, manifest it into reality, is that Anna de Armas just bought a seven million dollar mansion in her. rural Vermont. Right on. So maybe they they'll be next door neighbors now, and she'll uh. go over to like visit his cannabis ranch and then wow. join his cult. I would let her in. I'd it, let it'll her be, in too. It'll be a modern love story. Oh, man. Uh, Good that, for Anna. Like, Good for a, Anna. I'm happy will, for you. She'll make him a he again. Like, yeah, maybe. Um, make Ezra. What if there's movies? Interesting how all these androgynous, make androgynous Ezra men are like again. only into women. What if instead of like she's the man, <laughs> we have all these new age movies of like detransitioning them. <laughs> like... They are the dude. Yeah. The, the, the <laughs> they, them, I mean, non-binary thing is like, it's so easy to detransition from being non-binary. It's like, you didn't you really didn't, do you anything. Just, yeah. You well, he, he does, do like, anything. He goes, he says in that old interview where he says, he goes, he doesn't really enforce it when he's in private. He only enforces oh. it in public because it's a social enforcement tool. It's a, how many times early on when we first, before it really got bad and I'm just like, okay, I'm done. I would try to respect the pronouns. And then finally he touched enough people. I'm like, look, if he can't even keep his hands to himself, right. I'm not respecting his Dude, the they thing is so weird i don't understand how you can be multiple people i'm yeah. sorry i still I've, i people do. have tried explaining it to me i do it's it's a disorder it's in the, <laughs> it's in the dsm-5 actually. okay okay we're, idea, we're gonna get banned if we keep going this so direction uh, idea is so done. dumb <laughs> that only a college professor could come up with. hey true let's that. go to let's super chat we got a couple there johnny derp said you can't enjoy things from other cultures but if you don't you're too white <laughs> yeah. sounds about right well it's yeah. it's not just that you can't enjoy them it's that you have to enjoy them but you have to enjoy them how they say yeah, you can enjoy with, them within and this lane. Is there anything less enjoyable than yeah. someone telling you how you can enjoy something? Mm-hmm. Like, like a lot. Of, like I've had people like make fun of me because I'm like, I like I'll watch shows and I'll get like three fourths of the way through and I just give up. Doesn't mean I didn't love the show. I just lose. Like if I I don't get so completionist that I feel like I have to finish it. But that doesn't mean that I like didn't watch the show right. It yeah, just means totally. that I stopped at a certain point, and that's where I wanted to stop. It's mm-hmm. and this is a this is a problem in in all of these in nerd culture and all these spaces. Like it's not so much that you're doing something; it's that you have to do it the way that's right. There's a shocking right. amount of things that you're not allowed to like in in a supposedly yeah. like like how many how many musical acts are you not supposed to like because they're not cool? How many movies are you not supposed to like because the movie's not good? I say screw that. If you like something, you're allowed to like it. Yeah. Whether it's bad, whether I think it's bad or not, that's the beauty of the subjectivity of art. And a lot of that comes from the, uh, that go, it kind of goes hand in hand with the cultural aspect. Because when she's talking, when Gwen Stefani's talking about cultural, it's kind of tied pretty closely to art, right? Because she's yeah. talking about a certain style, mm-hmm. a certain uh, place where, the, where street style was extremely heavy. It's tied directly to things that are... Uh, not subliminal. What would be the word for it? Uh, subjective. Yes, yeah, subjective. It's, it's mm-hmm. tied to subjective human interests. Yeah. So the subjectivity means that you don't get to tell them how to enjoy it. Yeah, right. Exactly. 
Salty Duckling said, <laughs> the next generation of humans won't even care about internet drama like we do now. It'll just be part of it. The best way to navigate the internet nowadays and keep your sanity is to do as the Italians say, forget about it. Forget no, about I disagree. No, you cannot I cannot stick your head in the sand to pretend it's yeah. not happening. Yeah, but he's talking internet drama, not current events. Yeah, but... Like oftentimes, Isn't those that, are, that's those the, are same the thing. best thing. thing. Yeah. The best thing you can do if you don't throw. Look, part me, I talk to Mario all the time about the fact like this job is actually like hazardous for my mental health because I actually hate half this stuff, like yeah. the drama stuff. I love the the social issues and stuff that come up or talking about these things and how they relate to the industry. But a lot of it is like, do I need to know whether Logan Paul and Andrew Tate? are going to fight in the prison no. yard yes. one day. Do yes. it, like no. it, it, does it benefit my life to know whether Logan <laughs> Paul was yard. a was a criminal who abused a pig? Yeah. It no. doesn't benefit my life and it doesn't enrich my life in any way. If this show, if us talking about right. it, if if us putting on a show that you enjoy and it brings you some amount of happiness enriches your life, that's a good thing. Brett, silence is violence. You can't <laughs> Idly stand by as people so ab true, abuse Kelly. their Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Whoa. But you're also supposed to sit down and you're also supposed to uh, stop and listen. Silence is violence and then it's just like screaming and explosions. <laughs> <laughs> you're just screaming about Logan Paul. <laughs> uh, Joe Biden is a kid bleep said make space cool again. Yeah, make uh, we, we need to go back to the moon. Like that's what we need to do. Why yeah. don't we have a moon base already? Why? Why don't, we, why don't we go to Mars? I mean, like the like the coolest. Maybe like, it was never real in the first place. Honestly, honestly, like who, one of the coolest Ooh. things that Trump did was Space Force. It, it, it had yeah, it yeah, had awesome. complete legitimacy. There's a complete legitimate reason oh, yeah. behind it. But just calling it Space Force ruled. Like do and that <laughs> instead of paying for people's college loans, yes, right? Yes. And instead of pouring foreign aid into every country that asks, like instead of that, I'd be happy to spend money on supposedly stupid and pointless research to go to the moon. It's like, not. It's not pointless though. I've been talking to Serge a lot about this. Sorry, I'm gonna get real nerdy. Space. Okay. We're like we're gonna be head. We're, we we will head to the next level of human involvement once we learn once we become spacefaring it's, it's gonna the last happen thing it's I inevitable want. right when we start yeah. going to asteroids and mining all the resources there's literally asteroids filled with diamonds that are just flying so we gotta around. buy stock in those companies well, we can already exactly. grow diamonds in labs it, it's it's inefficient and it takes, it like, takes six like six weeks. Month. And the in the in the diamond industrial complex. But that's is just one element. So when cool. we start mining, we have all this. Uh, when we get back on the natural, uh, or sorry, the fossil fuel as the standard, <laughs> right? When we get back on these fossil fuels, we start mining. Like all the all of the wealth of hu like humanity as a collective is going to go up. You're going to get a lot more things that are just. You, you just get like we don't have to like really worry about running water, right? That was a thing 50 years ago. People had to worry about. Right, it's gonna. People are gonna have like automatic Tesla cars, and it's just gonna be a standard of living. And no gas because these minerals are gonna be in abundance. Yeah, That's no the gas utopian stoves. ideology. It's, it's utopian. It's, it's inevitable, though. I mean, it, it, well, the thing about inevitability is, is it like it's inevitable? Yes, but like in in three hundred, four hundred years. No, I think we will see space like mining in space in our lifetimes. Did you see the the meme that said? I like, think maybe in, in a very primitive way. We uh, will not be like living in space in our lifetimes, but we will see no. the mining of asteroids during our time as humans. How long in the future do you think? 
40 years. Okay. 30, 40 so years. So I'm going to be on the, like, I'll still All be alive. All right, countdown starts. Count, start the clock. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, uh, I think Elon just announced yesterday or today that they're going to be test firing the uh, the huge, you know, that big yeah, giant yeah, rocket. That. What yeah, do they call that. them? Um, the it's super just, heavy booster or whatever. Yeah. They're going to be <laughs> test launch. But isn't the next space race just going to be like private companies anyways? It won't even be government. Yeah. It doesn't matter. What, what's a government? Globalist, what's globalist. a government other than a rebranded private company? Yeah. Oh, man. That's like, um, have you ever seen that list of like, it's like the, it's the conspiracy pyramid and it starts low. It says, uh, actually happened. And then the next one's like, believe oh, like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. gets to the, yeah. to the top and says, you're basically an anti-Semite. Yeah. That's in the top yeah. of the top of the pyramid. And like, and it's like at the top, one of the top ones is like America's a corporation. I'm like, I mean, kinda it kind of is. I mean, it's, kinda, it really yeah, is. Point. Like, it's, it is I mean, it ain't, it, it ain't Walmart, but it, yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just it's they take their money through force. Not right. through, we have not a stockpile through, through, of certain items service. that we sell in our. We founded the country uh, um, rebelling against. Uh, unfair taxation like that was like one of the the rallying cries where's know? luke so, when we need him right <laughs> oh, i'm right. gonna be sad luke's going back to the liberty yeah, the luke, sunshine state luke is going back to sunshine state that's what he he divulged that to us was that last night yeah that was just last night. last night or the night before yeah didn't really divulge he's already been talking about it but he, you know it'll it's just gonna happen just like that just yep. like a thanos snap we Hello saw the hearts. first we saw the first snowflake in the sky and we're like, you know what that means? Yeah, that's adorable that like you guys get like that they're worried about the first snowflake happening in like January. <laughs> like, Minnesota has been covered in snow for like three months yeah, already. Same with Idaho, yeah, <laughs> same thing. Airtez OO sent a big super chat. Thank you, and he said, spent two years in JP. Woo! As a <laughs> thank you. Woo! That's unnerving. <laughs> okay, I'll just restart. My, my favorite job now is creating the crisis <laughs> sound effects. I, I love wow. it. I he said he spent two years in JP as a crayon eater. A Marine. USMC. Yeah. Feels like a second home. Only people that hate this are the crazies online. Actually, the Japanese actually like when others learn, respect, yes. and appreciate their culture. Correct. Hope to see. What does the rest of that say? Hope to see you guys on Saturday. Oh yeah. It, well, it reminds yeah, me. Yeah. It's Let's, the kimono. It's the kimono story from the girl for, with the prom dress. Right. 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 She was like one of the first victims of what's actually cancel yeah, culture, yeah. which is a complete nobody an ordinary person just having the entire on. like internet mobilized against them was so that, they lose all of their opportunities was that a kimono or was that it doesn't really matter no i don't even think it was something it was. meant it was to chinese. look like a kimono would have been far worse yeah it was chinese, like, and chinese. i don't even mean worse but i mean like i would have at least seen a slight uh, i would have a slight understanding of the backlash if it was a kimono it wasn't even that it yeah. was just like a pretty dress yeah mm. exactly not ellen rogers said george and tammy bussin do you what? agree, Brett? Have you seen this show? I have not seen it. Okay. Uh, Potatoes for Seamus said Serge and Kellen are two very center centrists. Ah, yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, would you guys consider yourselves centrists? You're in the center of the room right now, so that's like um, you're centrists in that way. Yes. I, yes. I ended up further left than everybody else taking the thing in the in the house, which is like funny. But that, what's ironic about that is like if you if you think that people should be able to have more free thought and free thinking, then you get those that political compass thing pushes you further towards libertarian and left yeah when in reality it's like no i mean there are definitely well, i still dude, believe dude, if in we're government. talking about book definitions being a liberal should mean you're you get along with libertarians but current yeah. day like i don't want to get too political because it's pop culture crisis mm -hmm. but like current day leftism is not liberalism no nope. it's not it's not at all 
Mr. X said, total my car on the way to work. Have some oh, money. No. Dude, I'm sorry. No. Sure you couldn't spend no. that on your car? Sorry oh, that happened to Serge, you. Serge X, what Hopefully happened? Hopefully you are okay. Was that Serge X? No, that was no, Mr. X. Mr. X. Mr. Oh, X. Oh, different Serge guy. X. You were about to go off. No, me, me and Serge <laughs> X are chill now. You, you changed, oh, I, you changed the icon, Serge X. Thank you very reached. much. I appreciate it. Um, Serge X. I'm not going to say Serge X. My name is both an E at the end. Do you guys speak English? Um, but yeah, we're cool. Okay. Officially, the beef is squashed. We're good now. Awesome. Bad app said, I live right by the Space Force base in Florida. Sick. I LMFAO'd when they changed the sign from Air Force to Space Force. <laughs> See? Look, it had Sick. such like such meme potential. It's just yeah. so great. Like, yeah. I, 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 somebody in the chat was earlier saying, like, oh, it's not a good thing. I'm like, I don't really care. Like, I'm not like, mm -hmm. like it, maybe it's the next level of authoritarianism. I just like the name. Like, I, I'm not a political commentator. I, like I just, I like it for the memes. I will know? say, though, uh, Logo definitely ripped it off from Star Trek. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like yeah, yeah. that. I mean, that's even funnier. Like he, like I like the idea of Donald Trump doesn't hire. Like uh, he doesn't trust the the in-house White House graphic designer. So he gets like his cousin. There's like his yeah, nephew. He gets his nephew. He hires somebody on Fiverr. On no, Fiverr. no, 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 no. <laughs> he hired a guy on Fiverr who then went to someone else on Fiverr to get the logo. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, that's how it really goes. Biddy Beasley said, space isn't real. God is. The Earth is flat. We're all going to live in caves before we live on Mars. Call me when you get there. Okay. Wow. That's a strong opinion. You're, um, you're just wrong. Uh, I don't think uh, that's... Nope. I, I like that uh, that like newspaper headline. It says, like, uh, flat earthers from around the world meet at conference yeah. over the weekend. It's so funny. <laughs> what if the earth is flat and hollow? Is it donut earth? Are you pushing donut earth theory? Maybe. Look, I'm, I'm fine with all of it. Like, it's like, my, my big thing is, like, no matter, like, as long as you're like me, be like, remember when early on we were talking about no strong opinions. If the earth is flat, <laughs> I lose not an hour, an hour of sleep over it. If the earth is round, yeah. I lose not an hour of sleep over it. I, I think, good point. Living on Mars, I I might, I might, you know, give right there, but I think we're going to have like Halo, like, I don't know if you guys played the video game Halo, Oh yeah. but they have these huge mm. rings that people live on. And I think we'll have like space stations eventually. Now I'm talking about hundreds and thousands of years in the future, but I think we're not necessarily going to colonize planets as much as we mine planets and live in space stations all across the galaxy. Good times. Yeah. Salty Duckling <laughs> said, why would we go to asteroids? to mine for diamonds when we could just send Surge home to pick some up. Oh. <laughs> that was pretty bad. Well Thoughts? Uh, what'd you say? Thoughts? Um, earth is finite. That's all. Yeah, the Earth the Earth <laughs> is a finite resource. Um, I think that I think that I I don't know. I mean South Africa has like been decimated by diamond mining, but it's also created what South Africa had and uh, I, I would say I wanna say was, but that's politically you know, questionable. I also think South Africa is still a great country today. I think there are in the future what's going to happen is we're also going to find more and more technology to be able to, to explore more and more places a around the world that could potentially have more and more resources. I don't think that, um, I think that's one of the things we're going to start to discover. Like remember the United States thought, Oh, we have no oil. And they even thought in the middle East, Oh, well, we've, we've hit the, we've hit the limit. We don't, they didn't even know they had oil in the middle East until like it was even worth finding. Right. Like there was nothing in there. It was a desert wasteland. And then right. they found oil and then suddenly Saudi Arabia existed and the house of Saud controls this massive portion of land there. I think that in the future where our tech is going to improve and because our tech improves, it's like the, the, the reason that Malthus, Mal, Malthus uh, was wrong is because 
he said we won't be able to produce food to keep the world population growing and we were able to innovate and create more food and then grow the world population and create golden rice etc things like that so yeah i'm still not gonna go gold like mine like <laughs> come on dude like yeah. there's one more there Yes, Johnny Derp said, of course, the U.S. is doomed. If an invasion occurs before noon, Brett and the other youngins will sleep through it. That is all. <laughs> look, yeah. look, I have, it's just You're Saturdays. Snowflake, it is I... just Saturdays. And I'm literally like, look, I go to bed at like 4 a.m. and I wake up at 9 a.m. Well, I was just going to say, yeah. what do you, do you think is going to happen if you wake up Brett and he's angry? <laughs> You know, he's going to Hulk out. Watch out. Yeah. Like it's it's just like it's just on Saturdays and it's just once in a while. It's, it's like it's almost like I get such a sleep deficit over the week that it catch. I catch it all up on Saturday and then right. it kind of goes back to like building the deficit back up all the way mm -hmm. Sunday through Thursday or okay. Sunday through Friday. And then I use Saturday to catch up on sleep. Yeah. I'm not uh, uh, a couple of years ago. You would have been right. And it was because like I always worked second shift or so I didn't have to get up early mm -hmm. by design. I was never lazy. I just chose to be up late and wake up in the earlier part of the, like in how the quiet it is at like yeah. two, three a.m. Yeah you're, yeah. you're being healthy too. you're you're getting your full your full eight. Your full oh, I, I, I haven't gotten the full in so, so many years do you so, edit, do you edit the footage for all the shows and like the clips and everything like that yeah. i don't know oh, okay yeah. cool yeah yeah so it's uh it's like i, I get to I, I catch up on my sleep mary could sleep all day if she wanted to right like if you wanted to sleep all day you could like uh, on the weekends i mean not like in practical terms no. but if i could <laughs> then i'd be able to i have done no that's it. what i mean like 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 on the weekends yeah. you're like if I, I could wake up at noon and go to back to bed and sleep all the way through the night i'm like oh man i wish i could do that. i just need to wake up to like drink water finally and take a shower and then i'll go go back back to bed like immediately and then i'll we'll be see, gone what's the point of a shower during those days well i don't want to feel gross while i'm sleeping you, you you'd be asleep I don't know. I can feel it. It makes me. <laughs> when I don't shower, I have nightmares. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. And then we have another Was from Lane. Okay. Uh, Two dollars without a message. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Lane. Thank you. Thanks, Lane. All right. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for today. Yeah. Kellen, uh, let everyone know where they can find you. Yeah. You can find me at Kellen PDL. Um, that's the real me. I know we <laughs> tricked you guys during the show opening, but I've been Kellen the whole time. So Whoa. find me at Kellen PDL. Thank you guys. It's always, always a blast to be here. And I think this was one of the more engaging conversations that we've had. Excellent. Mm. Serge. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I am actually at Kellen PDL. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm uh, at Serge.com. It's not a website. It's just uh, spelled out D-O-T-C-O-M. Like my hero, Kim.com. That is where I got the idea initially. Uh, he's a legend. Look him up. Um, yeah, uh, I follow me on Instagram. I'm way more active on there. Twitter, I, just, I don't really understand Twitter. I like just got you. I just got Twitter humor. Like I, I kind of like part of what's in today. I like get it now but i'm still really uncomfortable for it i don't understand like the threads i lose track of where the conversation's going and stuff so follow me on instagram if you want to talk to me follow me on twitter if you want to see me post ridiculous stuff um yeah okay thanks Perfect. guys it's been fun mary yeah thanks for being here again guys it was a hoot long time coming yes yeah. it was that's anyway my fault. that's my fault you can find pictures of me on instagram at mary archived my twitter is also mary archived i'm like surge i i've been on twitter for years but i still don't understand it i still don't quite understand it yeah you can keep up with me there as well though um if you're on parlor if you care about parlor <laughs> also mary archived on there do you post on parlor 
I did when it was like popping, but do you guys have since. you guys have GAB accounts? I, don't. I do. You have a GAB account? October 2016, baby. Damn. I, I made a GAB You're like account first. Wow. I was so uncool in did high school. Get, <laughs> did you just get at Mary? Uh, no, it was something else. It was like quite contrary or something. Uh. Uh, oh, cool. I when I went and sh uh, decided to shoot my shot and get Jamie Kennedy on the show, he has like a MySpace link on his on his link tree. No way! I don't, I didn't check it, but yeah, he's got like a MySpace link wow. uh, on there, <laughs> which cool. is which is awesome. Before we go, guys, I have closed the poll, and as expected, you have asked us to please review Velma. So it is uh, oh. it is a vote of sixty eight percent of of course. Why wouldn't you? Uh, Eight hundred ninety one votes. So I guess our fate is sealed. We will at least review the first I guess it's two episodes that are up now so perhaps we will do that for Monday's show well, does that sound right think review it for Monday um, we I mean we could try to hunker down and watch it to tonight but how, we're, we were supposed to do the review for the last of us on Monday okay so maybe we do it tonight and it would make more sense to do it tonight you know it's the sad thing is like whenever we have to review like uh, other than movies it's like I'm, I'm I think of it as like homework yeah it is kind yeah, of I is. wouldn't watch Velma of my own no. accord of course not <laughs> like if I don't do it notes, for you guys like if I have to take notes it's homework <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean I don't really take notes unless it's on my phone I I, I take notes I take notes all right, guys, before you go, could you please hit the like button ever so gently? That would help us out greatly if you could do that. Like the video, leave comments on the on the channel, subscribe if you have not done so yet already. It means the world to us and the channel is growing thanks to you guys. Uh, if you want to catch the show, we are here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you'd like to uh, listen rather than watch, we're on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. If you'd like to follow me on social media, just Instagram, at Brett Dasovic. For the show's Instagram, uh, for the show's social media Twitter at pop culture underscore show Facebook and TikTok at pop culture crisis and on Instagram at pop culture crisis pod and there is one more from bad app there Mary do you want to read it uh, he said MILF Manor comes out Sunday I want to review <laughs> nothing could make me subject myself to that I'm sorry that app oh, no. maybe I'll just check it out purely for research <laughs> <purposes>. yeah <laughs> I don't know guys uh, that's all for today probably no MILF Manor review we'll see you tomorrow guys bye, bye. Later.